Pretty good. <laughs> like we might have all been in sync. I don't know. <laughs> what are you using the fan? It's one of the things. Game case for Crash Bandicoot Twin Sanity for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> for a second. It's worse as my child, Lord. You're fantastic. <laughs> <best, best. laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to a finale edition of the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality. You can always come to us first to punch your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, say something gay. Gay, on location, doing vacation things, but still always got time to talk about drag race. And today I'm just drinking water because hydration is important, and I forgot to grab any other drinks when I left my hotel room. (laughs) So... Work. Her. Work. I am Brandon, your professional fangirl of concert dragon video games. Um, also drinking water in my handy dandy cup mug. Um, Lana's not here, but still gotta do the promotion. So yeah. Um, also, if you noticed, um, last time I was here, my my head was black. Now it's blonde, and very what? bright for this lighting. I didn't even know. Big old Kennedy. You know what? I just, I just, I just wanna. Quote the age old orator of Michael Jackson. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> Fair yes, enough. Uh, and I am Brooke Higgler College graduate who plays way too much fucking Smash Bros. Uh, this past week I have been playing two games. I have been rediscovering my love for Hades. Finally got a full clear. Brandon knows how big of a deal that is. Um, and then I have also been playing Crash Team Rumble. Very fun time if you have not it yet uh and yeah there's nothing else different nothing at all no, nothing has changed in the past week since you have last saw me uh no no not at all. nothing at all what are you talking about <laughs> what are you talking about the girlies that know no and the girlies that don't don't pay attention no. to the video version some people yes. might be listening to this audio <laughs> so. hashtag they she Yes. 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 Haley Kyoko said for the girls. <laughs> yes, sisters. From I'm going to do that Lux move we did across the stage. Anyway, sorry. Well, I am David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute shirt. I'm celebrating Canada today, so I wanted to wear the OG Canadian Queen. Miss Brooklyn Heights, and it's hard to see, but I've actually got her signature right here. Uh, I got it last summer. So uh, let's go Canada. And I am drinking water, although I don't have much left in my bottle. Oh, well. Water. (laughs) Has some let looses going on. And what's happening, everybody? It's me, Eve the Bunny, Chicago drag artist and queen of Ivy Park. I decided to throw on a little cosmetics for the finale. You know, just a, some Carmex, a little wispy lash. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. 
Not that too crazy. Um, but of course, since I am the queen of Ivy Park, I still had to make sure I'm repping my queen's merch. She's wearing the Ivy Heart jumpsuit from Valentine's Day last year. I live for it. I love for it. Don't zoom down too far because the, the zipper broke. But um, other than that, I'm also going to be drinking Arizona, but I'm drinking sweet tea today. Ooh. I just, I just, I, it's a finale. The tea's extra sweet. Per. The tea is hot. We will discuss at length. I thought this was, you said this was Ivy Park. I thought this was Janet Jackson Couture. Hello. <laughs> Anyways, um, bonjour. Hi, je m'appelle Will Justice. Wait, wrong show. Hello, Terry. my name is Will Justice, the work of in New York, and House Audrey, the defense attorney, because um, I've been living for that house since day one, since Audrey gone season nine, and I am also repping the runner-up. What the hell? Hello? We can hear you, but your video you is moving. <laughs> you can always cut your camera off. It's the ghost of Momo Shade. <laughs> Oh Not God. the ghost of Momo Shay. Not this. <laughs> Anyways. Speak, I mean, speaking of the House of Aja, I am representing the number one show-stopping diva and a runner-up of this season, Candy Muse, from the hood to Hollywood. Well, and, I have, and I have two, two, two generic bottles of water sponsored by Mavalet Luz. And I also have another bottle of water in my quarters bottle my coldest water water bottle not sponsored but we should be forgot to mention that i'm also drinking a generic bottle of water as sponsored by water <laughs> it's you know it's better than the recording where um david was literally wearing a let loose shirt and every time yeah the let loose button he jumped up so it's yes, it's my <laughs> um, I, I literally still out. can't. I literally still can't get over the ghost of Momo Shay. Like my heart is still in my, in my ass from that one. I'm like better than the ghost of Ploopy. Well, <laughs> not, not Ploopy, Lord Jesus. Anyway, it's it's over. Well, it's over. It's over. I'm gonna be very. I'm gonna be very honest in saying. I am incredibly happy that the season of All Stars is over. I'm going to be really honest. I'm just, I'm ready for something different. Talk, Valentina. And there, Alexa, play take a bow by Rihanna. Very that. Play um, take a bow by Madonna. Hell. Yes. <laughs> um, we've got a finale to talk about. There's not a whole lot to talk about, if I'm being honest. But we have a finale to talk about because it happened. People sure. won and tea was spilled. Which we will talk about. When do we want to talk? Do we want to just talk about it now? It was sure. interesting. The judges were interesting. Production was interesting. Um, in the words it's of gonna Amer- be hell getting the, it's gonna be hell getting the, the bags back mm-hmm. home. Amer- uh, in the words of American poet laureate and Muffet to many, Chima Simone, Chima Simone. I got it right, right? Yeah. Yes. Looks like the producers. I need to have a chat. Should we just start there? Is that is that where we're starting? Okay. Why not? So, no, okay. let's 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 like should we no because I feel like that we need to give all we need to make sure because we have Fame Games winner in this too and we have to make mm-hmm. sure those girls get their due too. They will all we'll get save, their due. We'll save it for now. Okay. 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 Oh yeah, okay. no, we've got we've got all the looks to talk about. We've got all the all the things to talk about. 
Okay, Pyron, let's jump into the production. Then. But we keep, but we put the real and the T in reality, so that is what we're going to do at the start of this program today. So, um, I just would like to emphasize who is not the bad guy in this T, because the bad I think guy that, is production. A lot of people have been misdirecting things towards a certain queen. Yeah, uh, when they need to focus it on production. Yes. So, if you want, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to agree with David and say, as somebody who's not like a Jimbo fan, for real, like, this is not on her. Him. Okay. Him and Drag. Okay. Love it. So, um, if you are not watching the Roscoe's viewing party uh, clips and videos uh, for the Drag Race viewings, you are only getting 25% of the story, quite frankly. Um, yes, so... During the finale viewing party, there was a discussion had by good old Miss Nacia Lopez uh, mm. discussing how on either the last day or the second to last day of filming the finale, uh, producers went to Candy and Jimbo and said that they were going to change the lip sync song. Last minute, the lip sync song that happened was um, the Sylvester song, obviously. Um, they were planning to change the song to Milkshake by Khalees, which, I'm going to be honest, great song. Uh, kind of surprised it hasn't been a lip sync song prior. But we know they have the rights to that song, so that's exciting for a future season. That's not this mm -hmm. one. With that being said, um, what we also know is that uh, when the girls go to Drag Race, uh, one of the questions that they're asked is about songs that they think encompass their drag very well. And one of the songs that Jimbo wrote down was Milkshake by Khalees. So this was not also, this was not a decision made by Jimbo. This was a production made, this was a production made decision. Jimbo mm -hmm. had nothing to do with this change and um, making sure to emphasize that because do not come for Jimbo, period, point blank. Um, so production- We don't need to see videos of David under a sheet screaming. Exactly. So um, when production tried to change the song, Candy pretty much put her foot down and said, uh, call my mother, I'm going home, you're not getting a finale. Um, and, just, and just continually, you know, was saying, I want to go home. You're not getting a finale. This has changed. I'm not filming the finale. And they ultimately changed the lip sync song back to the Sylvester song that we got uh, on the actual recorded episode. So. That's not all. Good for her. That's not be, all. I know there's other great. parts. Yeah. It was so. supposed to be the Sylvester song. They were going to change it to Milkshake. And then because Candy said, no, put her foot down, they didn't change it. That's what yes. I said. Okay. No, I just want to make sure. Because I, I was yeah. under the impression it was going to be Milkshake, and they changed yeah. it to the Sylvester song. Okay. Thank and you. Thank Eve, you. I know there's other tea. I don't remember all of it. So if you remember the rest of the tea, please take over. Yes. So another part of the tea that was um, also proving, and this is something that kind of sucks, but whether this whole thing went down, is... I feel like that right now when it comes to RuPaul's Drag Race, which I mean, she's on Work the World Tour, so maybe they are going to you know, possibly bring her back for a Versus the World or something like that so that Candy gets her crown. But Candy knows how production works. Candy knows how RuPaul's Drag Race works. So apparently another part of the tea was that 
Candy, um, apparently they, when it came to their solo performances, they let Jimbo record his performance, I think maybe one time and that was it. But they kept making Candy do hers, do her performance over and over and over multiple times. Almost in the almost in the guise that they were wanting to try to catch her slipping up in some of her performance so that they could edit it all together as if that was just the original performance and she just did bad. But Candy did not do bad at all throughout the either of the performances they made her do. Um, also as well, I think around one of the last takes of her doing her performance, Candy injured her ankle. Um, but it was something that the queens caught and that she caught a little bit, but it wasn't so visible. Uh, but it was something that production knew of, but apparently they didn't have any type of proof on camera that Candy hurt her ankle. So production was actually going to Candy and forcing a storyline through her, questioning her about her ankle specifically, just so that way they could get her on camera saying something about the fact that she hurt her ankle so that they could use that against her when it came to deliberation for the finale. Candy, being smart and knowing how production went, lied the entire time. She just said, I don't know what happened. I didn't hurt my ankle. I didn't, I didn't do anything. Nothing went wrong. And because she could, they couldn't get anything like that on camera from her, they couldn't use anything against her. It, 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 was, it was just one of those kind of things that was just very disheartening, especially given the fact that when we saw the finale edit, how Candy was, she seemed like she just genuinely was wanting to work her hardest and win out of being the best person there. So it was very like disheartening that we hear after the fact that there were like greatly like 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 strong production pools to try to get her to slip up in some kind of way. You know what I mean? There, it was just like there was yeah, y'all. They 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 claimed that they may try to make it as fair as possible. There was no way going into the finale that Candy had a shot to win. And it, it really oh. it, and to More be completely also. and to be and to be completely honest with you, that's the reason why production pulled what they pulled because from the finale edit, baby, everybody thought Candy won that. Well, I mean, if they, if if they didn't throw it, if they didn't throw it at the end of the, at the if they didn't throw it at the last yeah. minute and say and your uh and your progress throughout the entire yeah. season, Candy could have Candy could have swept that whole finale. I do want to say, but before you bring up your point mm -hmm. as well, um, just very quickly. Um, so also in the Untucked, I don't know who watched Untucked. I did, and I did when too. they when they when they come back into the workroom to pack their stuff, you can see that Candy's ankle is wrapped. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. So there's like so they couldn't make that a storyline, but you can still see that there is proof of some sort of injury in right. some capacity because her I think her right ankle is wrapped. But, but I think because they couldn't catch it on, like, while she was doing during the performance, she could have easily been like, oh, no, it's been like that. Or I had that episodes ago. I've had a you know what I mean? Injury, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, sorry, Brooke, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, though, what you were talking about earlier was saying, like, uh, Candy knew she had no chance of winning going to the finale, right? I mean, look at the track record. And I think this is a lot of the reason people have a sour taste in their mouth in the season. Again, this is no shade towards Jimbo, right? Jimbo was given four wins out of 10 competitive episodes, right? Candy got two. Everybody else that won an episode only won one, right? And when you look at everything, and I mean, even if you count out Candy in the final three, if you kind of win, you know, it's a win. But like, it's a win. Um, I mean, nobody stood a chance against Jimbo in that finale because production very clearly knew who they wanted to win going into the season. Same reason we had a ton of comedy challenges. 
Same reason that, you know, the, the lip sync songs that Jimbo was given outside of one, I would argue, were all kind of in her wheelhouse. And um, I mean, again, again, this is no shade towards Jimbo because she cannot control what production does. Okay. And her, and her track record speaks for itself. Like she did. Correct. Her package on this season objectively was the best of anybody's package. Like truly, honestly, mm-hmm. and genuinely, I think I may have other favorites that I personally prefer to Jimbo on this season. And I do. I think Jimbo is incredibly talented. But Jimbo had the best package overall of anybody on this season. If like, in you, my opinion. But when you look at like the lip sync song she was given, she had She Bop versus Pangina, which they just wanted to have her fight versus Pangina for drama, right? But then they had coconuts, and I, you mean, uh, granted, she didn't end up lip syncing to coconuts, but you can pretty much know that that was what they were planning on was having her lip sync to coconuts. Yeah. Um, you know, you have her lip sync to Freakazoid, which literally, who else is that song there for? Um, I mean, even then, this song, Do You Want to Funk the Sylvester song that was in the finale, I mean, it's not entirely out of her wheelhouse either. It's like relatively close to what she can do, you know? And, and then hallucinate. <laughs> And then listen to it, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and to be fair, Bad Reputation, I think she won that lip sync. No shade to Chanel. So, like, you know, like, all of the songs that she was given, none of them are really out of her wheelhouse. It means ever do a peep, but, you know. Um, and, you know, lots of comedy challenges this season. Lots of times where, okay, not lots of times. One time where Jimbo was kept out of the bottom when she probably should have been in the bottom. Like, musical, to be clear. Um, and... It's no shade, but it is something that I think the fandom picked up on after a while was that, oh, we see where this is going. Because All-Star 6, it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel like we knew who was going to win going in because nobody really got the production boost behind them towards the crowd. Because, I mean, Kylie only had one win. You know, Raja yeah. and Kylie went into the better track record than Kylie. If you go based yeah. on like the typical track record score, but Kylie won, and nobody was mad about it because Kylie did well throughout the competition, and it felt like an earned win. Jimbo won- has earned wins throughout this competition, but because production was pushing it that way, I think it left a lot of sour taste in people's mouths. Yeah, and again, I don't know that it was. I get what you're saying, but all of her wins. I thought she either deserved or maybe second place. In fact, I think there were other wins she didn't get that I thought she was the best of the week. So I just think that she's a super talented queen and she made it hard for production not to reward her, you know? So I do want to give credit to Jimbo for absolutely slaying this season. She did great. Well, go ahead, Darwin. I fear that this might not be the last time production is going to break quote unquote rig it for somebody to win because looking at this all-stars nine cast because looking at this all-stars nine cast I see two winners already and I don't want them as the winners personally. I see like two winners that production might pick. I'm like they've done this on so many seasons it's not even funny. But they did it since the first all-star season and I'm not mad about it. If you'd like to find out more about the alleged spoilers for the cast of All Stars Nine, go check out our coverage of the alleged cast of All Stars Nine. What I was well, saying, I mean, one of, the, one it, of those it, winners the other winner, I think. Chop. I mean, regardless of any of All Stars Nine, because we, there, there's only so much speculation we can do on the future. What we can say is that, based off of what has happened historically on All Stars, about most of the seasons of All Stars, let's be real, have had 
one person production wanted to win. And for the most part, they've gotten their way. <laughs> I mean, just being blunt. The only exception I can think of is All-Star 4. And even then, yeah. I, I don't think they wanted a certain person to win that won. Just my opinion. And, okay. and, to be honest, and, to be, and to be honest with you, I agree as well. I think it was very much... And also, I put it this way. I... Oh God! And also, I want to jump down. I want to jump down this rabbit hole because um, we all know the person who won All Stars for I love and I know personally, but it did look production wise like they were kind of setting it up for somebody else to win. But I do okay. feel like that it became a it became a vocal thing, especially around that time period. We had a lot of Black Lives Matter marches. We had a lot of 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 not it being oversaturated oversaturated with cis and white that they easily could have set up and said, no, we're not going to do this and completely shoot ourselves in the foot. We know who the fans want to win. Let's just make her win. A hundred percent. That is, And it's not saying that she didn't deserve to win, because in my opinion, I think that she should have won more challenges than she actually did. It's just that's the framework of how the production set up. Are you talking All-Stars 5? Four. Four. It sounds like Eve was talking five. I mean, five is also the same. (laughs) Five could also be the same way how we had a top two format. Yeah. Um, and again, and that's the other thing too, uh, with the big problem that I've had personally with the lip sync assassin format this season is that there are queens that let's say this was the lip sync for your legacy format that would have gotten two, three wins. I mean, based on the critiques, we know James would have been top two for Snatch Game and for uh the uh SNL Snatch, thing. Uh, oh, Bird 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 Bird, whatever. Yeah, are your life. Yeah. Um, would have been top two for both of those challenges. We know Kahana that probably would have had a, uh, another win. I possibly Kahana could have won. Could have won the ball. Like we, Heidi would have won, won the ball. Heidi would have won the ball. I mean, regardless of anything, there are queens this season that you know didn't get a win or maybe only got one win. That with the top two format have like two or three. But and that way, one it wouldn't make Jimbo's feel saturated because outside of maybe one challenge. I don't think she would have been top two on any challenge she didn't win. But when you look at like, because that's it doesn't feel oversaturated when she has four wins and everybody else has like one or two or three, you know. I, it's the format mixed with the production meddling, mixed with, you know, in general, you know, and again, no knocking Jimba because she did great across this entire competition, other than the musical. No shade. Even though she wasn't even bad in the Rusical, but it was just better. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like, when you consider everybody's track record, it's very clear who production wanted to win. I feel like after All-Star 7, maybe they should have just been like, you know what? Now we know what works. Let's bring back top two format. Like, let's get rid of the assassin thing. This is no shade to the majority of the assassins because I love these assassins now. Like I said, look at my thing. How's the Asha defense attorney? But at the same time, I was like, I wish we got to see most of these girls lip sync. We didn't get a chance to see Hayi lip sync. Darian lip sync. We didn't get to see Monica lip sync. Like Kasha, we didn't get to see Kasha Davis. Lip-sync. I wouldn't have minded. Like I wouldn't have minded this lip sync SmackDown rather than the Fame Games. I guess. Yeah, or, I would. Like, I would have been very. Imagine. I would have been very okay with a lip sync. Lala for Lala Perusa. For very okay. of, for the second annual Queen of she done already done had herses. I think that would have been lovely. Yeah, that would have been cute. I don't with that too. Especially with Heidi quitting, right? No offense, no shade to Heidi. Love you, Heidi. But with Heidi gone, right? If they would have had a top three going into the finale, like they've had every season of Drag Race ever, 
minimum top three going into the finale. I was about to say. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> at least three, right? Then we could have had eight queens instead of the variety show. It is the perfect number for a lip sync tournament. I'm just saying it, the option was there. Right. Uh, on I, this topic, I, I do want to give... Yes, thank you. Um, I do. I want to give Brandon an opportunity to comment on any of this because he hasn't. Um, and then sorry. We, do have to, we do have to talk about the episode eventually, so I know we can we can circle back to all these thoughts at the end as well. But honestly, I don't have a lot to say about this because yes, like I'm again, my, mind you, all this like I I know a lot of people watch just for like know for like all the behind the scenes stuff, but personally, with how this season went, I didn't care how behind the scenes went. And in, in, in a sense where I was just like, I was, I wanted to know what happened with Heidi, obviously, but I did not want to know everything else, like, to a T. Now, I, I do agree in a sense, like, I wanted to know what happened with all, with Candy and everything, but at the same time, I was like, I w I'd rather just, um, keep, like, let everyone have, like, let them say it rather than everyone having their tinfoil hats and everything. Because um, let's just say that was um, very prominent this season. Yeah. Yeah, David, do you want to wrap it up real quick? Yeah, for me, I would say my biggest thing with this season is that I felt like the casting was uneven. Usually when you see an all-star cast, you see, okay, this is probably who they want to win. But here are three, maybe even four people who could win. When I saw this cast, I looked at it and I was like, oh, we only have two potential winners. And one of those people quit. So I feel like moving forward, looking at the cast for All-Stars uh, 9, if it's correct, I think it's a lot more even than this cast. So I'm hopeful that things will get better next time. Knowing and we know it's a different format, which is an automatic win. Yeah, knowing, knowing that cast, I think I would agree with you. Again, go check out our coverage. Uh, <laughs> All-Star. So... We come into the workroom, it's just Jimbo and Candy, and they were like, this feels weird. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> this was strange. I was like, I, there's never just been two people in the workroom, except for the premiere of season 13, six, five times. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, <laughs> I do love that we got a throwback to the way that they did the finale intro montage for All Stars 5, and we got the slow-mo shots, because one of my absolute favorite moments in Drag Race history is the slow-mo shot of Jujubee hitting Miss Cracker with a pillow. <laughs> that is one of my absolute favorite moments. And she's just like... <laughs> great. I loved every moment of that. Um, when, they the table, when they moved the table. When they moved the table at one Literally. point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get all of that. Everyone walks into the workroom the next day. And... Uh, we get the final maxi challenge, which is not a remix. And instead, we are getting uh, both Jimbo and Candy doing uh, completely original performances to original songs written by Leland for them. Uh, choreo with Miguel Zarate again, which was lovely. Um, and the Fame Games girls do other things in the meanwhile. <laughs> Before we even get to the Maxi Challenge, though, you do have, like, that little discussion about Lala and James winning the variety show the week before. Yeah. And Nathan Lopez decides to be a little bit shady and just look at James. For no reason. For, for no, no reason. reason. 
Like, it's not going to change the results. You're already out of the competition. And, girl, you're not winning the You're game. not winning fan There's games no at way all. Does so like, okay. matter? <laughs> but, and, she, and she looks at you and so she goes, no, Tino Shane, I don't really think you were my favorite this week. I don't think you should have been in the top two. I think you were great. But, but you're like, not a judge, Misha, so. And, like, you're not a judge. <laughs> Nobody cares. You don't have these. <laughs> I have these. These. <laughs> these. I have these. Um, you don't have those, Nisha. Oh, and then, um, while they're doing the choreography and recording stuff, the Fame Games girls have the big pink furry box in the workroom, yes. and they're like pulling these cards out. And some of them have questions. Some people win some cash. Um, Monica Beverly Hills has made more money on this season of All Stars than Nisha Lopez, and I found that hilarious. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I but, think they both. Yeah, the, so the old the only person that did not earn money from this season is Heidi and Cosset. Due to her quitting. That's the most depressing statement I have ever heard in my life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But so then James gets a card that's like, if you were going to assemble like the perfect drag queen, head of one of your competitors, body of another, who would you pick? So she picks uh, Monica for the face and all that. And then she says, for body, it's a tie between Nasha and Kahana. But I like Kahana's a little bit more. And then people are laughing, and then she looks at uh, Nation and goes, No Tino Shade. And I'm like, <laughs> I love that. Did, did you watch the pit stop with um, Mother Tears Madison? Oh, yes, of course I did. She said, No Tino Shade, Nisha, I fight. <laughs> all I could think of, all I could think of when Tino was to be like, I fight. I'm like, Woo! Don't cross my sister. My I love that level with James. But yeah, we also get in that in the pink furry box of it all. Um Ms. Kasha Davis gets to give a thousand dollars to a queen and gives it to Monica, which I thought was you know, perfectly on brand for Monica Beverly Hills. Mm. Or for Ms. Kasha Davis, and I loved it. That's um, so oh, I don't have hold on. I know you didn't issue, but the way you just indirectly shaded the I know. I realized it and I felt really bad. Um, oh, anyway, no. No. Uh, yeah, and then they just start pulling out cards and they're like, you've won this random arbitrary amount of money that we're going to take 40% of. You win this random arbitrary amount of money that we're going to take 40% of. Uh, and then Nasha wins five nights to a hotel or to a state literally anywhere in the world that has this specific hotel brand. They, my gay guy. And really, and, finally and they won something. And they're gonna take forty percent of that, so it's really exactly. only two and a half nights. So she got to leave by noon. The fact that no, it would be got, exactly two days, so she'd have three. The fact that everyone got everyone got more. Monica, Monica really helped. No wait, Nisha Lopez has more money than Evie Ali won on All Star Seven. Everyone has had more money than Evie Ali on All Star Seven. The same way how everyone has more money than Heidi on this season. Evie didn't win a lip sync on All Star 7, therefore she did not get a cash tip, therefore she made no money. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. I'm like, but I'm like, hey, we gotta, we gotta look at it this way, though. The difference is the fact that Evie did get the 100K. So, I mean, ain't none of the ass got that. Exactly. That part. Well, but Evie deserved to win the lip sync for she done already done had hers. Well, yes. I will defend Raja Gemini until the day I die, but yes. I don't I don't agree with either of y'all. We'll talk Same about games. No, I yeah, said I the only choices. Oh. <laughs> I don't agree with you and I don't agree with him either. <laughs> well Jada should have won the whole thing, but I thank you. Yes. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Correct answer. Correct answer. <laughs> Jada should have brought one, but. <laughs> if, since, if Jada, since Jada didn't get the main crowd, she should have got she didn't already have hers. You know, it's the least I could do since, you know, um, Monet decided to go for she double instead of Jada, but you know. Oh, whatever. Twitter. Um, um, we do also get the TikTok chit chat moment. Um, I'm going to start with Candies because Candies, we, we don't learn a whole lot more about Candy. In this moment, she, you know, her family, and she really wants this. And RuPaul says, hi, I'm your biggest fan. And I can only imagine how that would feel. Like, I understand that, like, she was going to pick Jimbo to win no matter what. And so she's saying, hi, I'm your biggest fan in order. Like, that's, that all felt calculated, at least to me. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy that Candy got that moment. Because I mm-hmm. do believe RuPaul when she says it. Um, but it was definitely orchestrated and calculated. But I do love this moment for Candy, and I'm very happy that Candy got this moment with RuPaul. So Global All-Stars, maybe? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? It's, 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 giving, it's giving they finna send Candy to freaking Australia for Australia versus the world or something. We're not That's doing that. Me. I'm not having Candy on that tiny asset. <laughs> yeah, you can have her on France, where they literally have the stage directly opposite in the workroom. Same it's with so Philippines. Funny. Same with <laughs> Philippines. Mm-hmm. Same I said Australia because I, I mean Australia, I'm not mad at be that. Be very Mexico versus the world. Oh no, I was gonna say I wouldn't be. Uh, I said uh, Australia because I wouldn't be against uh, uh, Queen Kong in a versus the world season either. Queen and I think Can- I think I think if Candy and Queen Kong were in a season together, that kind of would be really badass. Could you imagine a lip sync between Candy Muse and Queen Kong? I know really? that's what I I'm would see that. about like what are we kills. If we were to bring in more international, if we was to bring in more international assassins, which I know is never going to happen because let's be real, this inter- this assassin kid is over with. They could have brought Queen Kong. They could have brought some other girls. Beverly Diamante. Diamante definitely. Um, well, I mean, if the twist is going to end, at least it ended with Priyanka. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> What's her name? It's Piranha. What's that became? I mean, and that was also the reason too why so many people were a little bit getting annoyed with the uh, with the uh, lipstick assassin format for this season because they were like, okay, some of these people aren't assassins. Love her to death, but why did y'all bring Nikki? Why y'all? I love her, I love her with every fiber. I love of down. My, I love her with every fiber of my being. But why was Angeria a lipstick assassin? Right, I like love things love like that. Her. At this Chanel point, as well. I at mean, this point, I'm, no. no, Chanel's a lipstick assassin. No, Chanel I, is an assassin. She is an assassin. Eight lipstick on season one. Okay, a but lip. she is a performer out of the show. She is a performer. One lipstick. She didn't lipstick a single time on All Stars One. Chad, maybe I've I've seen Chanel lipstick. I've seen Chanel lipstick. Chanel can clear problems with her stuff out of the show. I am just saying, based off of her Drag Race tenure. Okay. No, I mean, was well, I'm, talk, I'm talking ago. about before. Yeah, I'm talking about, and I'm also talking about before she got on Drag Race. I'm excited. I knew about I knew about Chanel before season one, so I'm very much like she, like, she's been I that made, girl for a minute. That's why I, I made the excuse, that's why I made the excuses for Nikki. Mean like maybe Nikki's a phenomenal performance outside of Drag Race. No, she's not. I've seen it. No. Well, I, I, I she's defend, so pretty. I defended her all I can. We 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 we. I still found my goofy queen for a while, but you know, now looking back at it, I feel like Boo Boo the Fool. What? 
So it's okay. It's no, okay. No. But we got Paranka. Um, that probably and that probably opened the doors for her to be on All Winners in 2032. So happy with that. I'd be so happy with that. Actually, RuPaul did kind of like crown her a winner. So I mean, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, we also got Jimbo's TikTok chit chat where we, I'm gonna say for the first time on a Drag Race franchise, actually learned something human about Jimbo. And I do not mean that in a shady way whatsoever, but this is kind of the first time we learn anything about Jimbo's family life, about Jimbo's upbringing. Because correct me if I'm wrong, I do not remember anything about it on Canada's Drag Race or on UK versus the World. Nope. So I was I was very thrilled to hear a little bit more about Jimbo's upbringing, um, and really honestly, it did kind of just like in like fully encompass this whole season of Jimbo. And I'm really just like, yes, Jimbo, do the damn thing. Like I, I I'm not going to go into details, but Jimbo's life experience as a child very much so echoes my own and so knowing that about him now i I, there's a little bit more endearment for me towards jimbo than i had before and again i think jimbo is incredibly talented and has the best package on this season but i did i just loved learning something a little bit human about jimbo and seeing that in this moment was the perfect thing to have happen yeah, I agree. As as a big Jimbo fan, um, I actually did not know that Jimbo didn't drink. Um, and, well, now I know uh, not only she doesn't drink, but it's a very justified reason. Um, it makes me curious if it's something that's always been a choice for her not to drink. Um, because if so, that's something I could relate to. I've never had alcohol. I never plan on it. Um and it comes from seeing a lot of things. Nobody in my direct family drink, but I've still seen a lot of alcoholism. I've seen a lot of death uh, come from alcohol. Um, so, yeah, I there's just been a lot of reasons that I've avoided it. So uh, that just connects me even more to Jimbo. So I really respect Jimbo a lot for being so vulnerable about this situation. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the Jimbo of it all? In this moment, at least. It was, no. I don't say it was nice to see vulnerability, but it was nice to get to connect to Jimbo a little bit more. Um, again, as I have made abundantly clear, not a big fan. What? Well, yeah, truly, honestly. I mean, have you seen the shoes? I don't know. I couldn't think of anything offhandedly that wasn't the breastplate, and it, and it anyway, felt weird. Anyway. Regardless. <laughs> um, but, like, it was nice to get to see Jimbo outside of the character and more as a person. Because, again, we are seeing an edited version of these people. You know, this is not them. This is what WoW and Paramount and whoever want us to see of them. So it was nice to see more of Jimbo that wasn't just the clown, Shirley Temple, whatever. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we get a little bit of rehearsal with Miguel Zarate and Candy does very well. 
and Jimbo is Jimboing the best Jimbo way that Jimbo can Jimbo. Uh, it's really the only way to describe that. Like Jimbo, Jimbo with Jimboing, and you know, can, will continue to Jimbo in the near Jimbo future. Jimbo, Jimbo. No <laughs> Jimboing. Oh, wow. Um. So yeah, we go into uh, the workroom for the final day. Everybody's there except for Heidi. And Mom, but not forgotten Heidi in closet. Yes, they do acknowledge Heidi in this moment, which I really appreciated. They they took time to make sure that Heidi was acknowledged and her contributions to this season were acknowledged, which I love. Um, can I say what? Can I say one thing real quick? Um, yes just about Jimbo's performance when he came to like, when you were doing the, oh, wow, the, the Jimbo oh, wow. thing or whatever. I, I think it's funny because uh, I remember I, I remember hearing someone that I've always thought was funny say that uh, Trix Mattel lip syncing reminds them of someone swimming underwater. I feel like that Jimbo lip syncing reminds me of someone like, like stuck in midair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like he's just like, yeah. He's just floating in midair and he can't get down. Like, that's what I think of when I think of Jimbo Lipsy. And somehow trips over air. <laughs> well. Oh, I, I have something to say, too. It's off topic, but Brandon, I love your hair. Eve, I live for your hair. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> oh. That means mine is better. <laughs> no, I I loved it when when Nasha said that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh right. So that's it, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, I love your drag, Candy. I live for your drag, yes, and Jimbo's right. like, oh. <laughs> oh I remember that. <laughs> I sorry, not everybody got the reference. I guess. <laughs> no, I didn't remember that moment because I don't really remember much that Nasha does. So, <laughs> <laughs> for most screen time, she's not isn't from us. I mean, really. All I remember. Bidding, was I know. I know you live in the same city as for Eve, but <laughs> Eve said, "Sip that tea." <laughs> Talk that tea. Talk that tea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Ah, I love that drink. <laughs> I love that drink. I love the drink. <laughs> Thank you guys um, for watching our new Okay, episode. I'm good. <laughs> Shall we talk about the finale look of the Queen's minus high? Um, oh, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also, also to preface this, because we didn't mention Hires in Closet uh is runway. Luckily enough and thankfully enough. Heidi is now going to start releasing her looks from this season on Instagram. She said that it was always her plan to release her looks. She just didn't want to do it until the season was over with. So, of course. Yes. We did see one of them. So, Should we do a separate separate video? Oh, what is this format? No. No. I was just like, there's only three of us. I'm asking, did you just Lana me and take me out the video? Absolutely not. Intentionally. I did not do that. Again, I'm telling you, it's the Ghost of Mama Shade. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying to figure out what format looks best. Is this gonna? Look, we're gonna settle on this and just we'll settle this for it. now. Everyone's gonna have to be okay with it. Wait, well, uh, we can't see the shoes or the bottom oh, of the wait. outfits. The shoes. I like this one. Yeah, this is fine. Can we do? Oh, 
This, this is the one we normally do. I couldn't find it. Oh. It, it's been a long day. <laughs> been a long Fair enough. What happens if we get a seventh person? <laughs> well, I mean, that happened with Philippines, so. Yeah, it, we, we just all get, we got smaller. We get smushed. Um, Yes. You're, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a gentleman and let your wife take the spot, right? Absolutely. That's what you're saying. Um, category is category is finale fabulosity. And first up, Monica Beverly Hills. This is 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 this I wish you won the. I kind of wish you won the thing games based off of this look alone, so I can say that she's a part of the purple rain, you know, along the likes of um, Lawrence Cheney, Jade Essence Hall, and Mother Raja O'Hara. But I live in my delusion world, so this look is amazing. Um, I love the feather moment. This is cute, and yeah, next. Um, I thought that this look was very, very cute. Um, I think. This is the first time that we've seen anything like this gowny from Monica ever. Um, and so I love that um, we got to see her take that take on it, her take on it. It's very 1920s to me. Um, and uh, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute for her. Not saying that in a shady way, but I thought it was very cute for her. It's like, like Monica says, she still likes to show a little leg. She still likes to be a little sexy. That's why she's got the shoulders out and stuff, but it's still, her version of sexy finale glam. And I'm like, work, sis. Eat it up. Yeah, a lot of her looks this season have been pretty small. So I like that she went really big in the finale with this huge tool boa. Um, and she almost kind of gives me like flapper girl vibes here. So I really like this. And the purple hair on her is also a good touch. So yeah, she did a good job. Um, first off, I would like to some Drag Race All Stars for providing me salute to Miss Loretta Devine with this category name, uh, Finale Fabulosity. Love to see it. Um, secondly, if you haven't gotten that, watch Secret Celebrity Drag Race Season 2. Uh, don't yeah. actually. Just watch um, them. It's good. Um, it's good. Um, it's no, it's not. <laughs> Half the I'm people glad. up there said no. I'm glad you are in the minority. Okay, you know I love me some Tatiana Ali that season. Okay, yes, we adore her. Don't it's funny. It's funny because Secret Celebrity is the reason why I want to start the cup, start joining in on the cup in the first race. But looking back, Chapiana, it was a Chapiana. Like um, regardless, um, this look is stunning. This is probably my favorite look she's had all season outside of maybe the Girl Scout look. Uh, it, it's it's a close call. Um, but purple looks so good on her. It oh, it's so pretty. I love it. I love it. Yeah, echoing David. Like glad that Monica went big for this, whereas like her other outfits were pretty small, but. Again, this is this was good because like we we got to see how much like Monica has changed since season five. So like I'm so happy to see this because like I I freaking love like what she did with the leg here. The is it a is it a boa? I can't tell. Yes, and I'm yes. about to bring up who the boa is made by just here in a second. So. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, love this boa like. Give me more. Just give me more. Yeah, great. Yes. So uh, the garment was her daughter, 
uh, Abigail Beverly Hills doing 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 a lot for her mama. So I appreciate that. The boa is actually um, Aurora Gosnick, which I yep. love. Aurora Gosnick. Did yeah, Abigail take credit for this? <laughs> no, unfortunately, she only took credit for the dress. Okay. Um, it's, it's funny because in Chicago there are two people that make these kind of jumbo style boas. One of them is Aurora, and then the other person's uh, uh, the brand is called Boyfriend Boas. Yeah. It's uh, Bambi Banks's partner. Yeah. Ooh. Should we be I... drinking? Oh no, because yes. oh, or... no, yes. Oop, that was live. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, she I'll watch think... this. I don't care. No, she doesn't. <laughs> This is the single best thing for me that Monica has ever worn. I think this is incredible. This is just so good. The hair, the boa, the dress, the shoulders, the shoulders. I'm just ha ha scores. Okay, you first. Honestly, another comment aside from I mean aside from. This is one of my favorite looks of her, aside from maybe her net gala and her um, Miss Fill in the Blank look, because I personally like the garment, just not the concept of what she was going with. But um, this is going to be a 95 for me. Actually, no, full. Full. Not full. Um, I will give her a 95. I'll give her a 73. Um, 99. I'm going to give that 96. I'm going to very happily give Monica a fall. I think for me, she deserves it in this look. And I... Yay! I love Monica. Love you, sister. Yes. If you want to come on the podcast, Monica Beverly Hills, please. We have a button devoted to you. Yeah, yeah. for you. One of us is getting a shirt from the Bible Girl collection that you gave us. That's a pink clock. Period. <laughs> Next up is good old Miss Nation Lopez. I will say, I don't, I, I, to my knowledge, she did not credit on Instagram who made the dress, but the coat is Josh Hanaponte. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. <laughs> I, it I'm not surprised. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and run. I, okay, when the season first, when the season was first announced and when I saw that Nation was going to be on this list, I was like, why? Mainly because I sort of had beef for her at one point on Twitter when she was beefing with one of the queens and she had to block me on my old account, but that has since been done and done and gone because Elon suspended that account. But I like Nation to an extent, I guess. I tolerate her. And this look was okay. This is a no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This look was phenomenal. This this look was better than any of the looks she gave us for the fan games because her fan game package. No. But this look, this is amazing. And I love this coat that Joshwan made. I never want to like get a commission from Joshwan at one point in my life. This this looks stunning. Yeah, this is gorgeous. I would say this is one of my favorite looks that she's done uh, out of her fame games package, quote unquote. Um, I wasn't, I, I I won't say that this was my favorite out of all of them, um, but I feel like it was top three out of the three that she did that I just really gravitated with, including this one. Um, 
but yeah, no, it was nice. It was sickening. The hair was right, the mug was right, the coat was right. All the tones went together. It was very much one of those where I'm like, okay, girl, now if you would have been doing this all season. This is this is what she was crying about in the work. This is what she was crying about in the tuck. This was the package she was talking about crying. Like, I brought so many amazing looks in the season and I want to get to showcase them. This is the look she's talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I do like this a lot. Um, for me, it's all about the coat, though. Um, I've said it before. My favorite color combination is brown and blue. And so just the colors of it alone was enough to, like, really win me over. But the shape is also incredible. The dress itself is okay. Um, I think I might have liked it in, like, a baby blue. But then it might have been too much blue. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, and also the nude illusion isn't quite working for me, but still overall, I think it was a very good night. I don't know. I don't dislike it. I just, it feels a bit disjointed and I can't really tell why, like something feels a little off to me. Um, I like the coat. I think the coat looks great. I like the gown. I just don't think I like them together. I think that's the issue for me. Um, do love the pink hair though. Pink hair for for days, love it. But like, I don't know. It just feels like ketchup and ice cream. Like they're good separate, but put them together is like eh, eh, pass. <laughs> it's the way you reference ketchup and ice cream with this. Yeah, <laughs> I got that like... get a cookie. Um, anyway, well, the coats the ice cream. <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, I kind of agree with you in a sense, like when I look at this as well, but it matches surprisingly because like when when you look at it together, because like you have the pink dress, the pink wig, and then this, um, is it Paisley? I can't tell. No, it's a, it's a print, but I don't know exactly what the print is. But the blue print goes well with the necklace that she's wearing. Yeah. Like that. That's why it ties in pretty well, in, in my opinion. Like I love, like I love this, like this pink dress moment. Um, I wish the nude, like, was for the whole thing. Like I wish, like, was a like went a neck up for me. So, but overall, like this, this was good for Nisha for me. So, uh, I absolutely agree with Brooke. Um, I'm not going to make a ketchup and ice cream analogy because I, I don't want to, but I absolutely think <laughs> the gown and the hair together is a gorgeous look and the coat is ab- Joshuan did the damn thing, as they always do. Joshuan about did, did the thing. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love the coat. I think the dress is fine, but yeah. Uh, scores. <laughs> this is going to be a 96. <laughs> I am uncomfy. That was intense. That was nightmare fuel. Um, please sorry. don't do that again. Um, Apologies to headphone users. Please don't, please don't do that again. I have AirPod Maxes on, and I swear to you, I felt that in my soul. Um, no. This I will give a 95 to as well. It's going to be a 93 for the coat, but as a look overall, it's an 80. 65. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, honestly, for me, this is a full. So. Okay. Great. Love it. Um, Party. I'm, 
I'm gonna give Nasha an 80. Next up is Mrs. Kasha Davis. Uh, the gown is by the Maya Douglas, who I believe is a queen. Uh, her Instagram yes. is private, but I believe she's a drag queen. Um, thank you for the confirmation, Eve. Uh, and the hair is. She is. Uh, oh, sorry. She's a former Continental winner. <gasps> oh, uh, oh, right. I, that, I that. thought that sounded I familiar. Didn't talk that at all. I thought. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Maya Douglas is legendary drag girl. My apologies to Maya Douglas. <laughs> we'll go mm-hmm. right ahead. Maya Douglas, you did the damn thing. Um, Mrs. Kasha Davis, you look stunning, amazing, wonderful. Um, I mean, this is very Kasha. This is very Kasha. She looks very demure, very fashionable, ready to go to like some gala down in upstate New York. Um... She looks beautiful. This is like I think one of the few black and white looks I've seen her in. Let me check my references because she did it for the reveal runway. Okay, this is better than the reveal runway. Um, <laughs> but um, this is amazing. She looks gorgeous. Um, <laughs> sorry, private chat, but she looks amazing. Yeah. Next. Um. Brooke, uh, there you go. Good girl. Oh. I was like, I was like, Brooke, you might want, might not want to hear this one. Oh no, you're going to. Okay, cool. Okay, work. Um, now that Brooke's not here, um, <laughs> um, I also like Mrs. Kasha Davis. Thank you very much. Eve. The doors are fighting. But no, you say, can leave too. No, no, no. Say, say what you're gonna say. I, I was like, I'm still gonna say what I was saying. You can leave too. Please do. Uh, no. Um. Pros and cons when it comes to this look. I love, I feel like more the black dress and the black and white part up here with the uh, with the lapel and the outer print of the dress. That's the pro for me. The con for me is I do not like these black and white horizontal stripes on the inside of this dress. When she walked out and then flowed behind her, I'm sorry, but it just gave me circus tint. I have no idea why, or like mime or something like that. I was just like, I have no idea why she is so dead set on using vertical black and white stripes. Like this girl is in jail or something. But I'm like, release, Beyonce said, release the wiggle, release release yourself, baby. Release, release it, release it. Release yourself from the shackles of black and white vertical stripes, Miss Kasha Davis. One of them could have been pink. You know what I mean? They could have been pink and white or pink and black or or something, but it's just like, I feel like that she jumps to black and white and she always goes, this is a classic, da 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 And I'm like, okay, everything doesn't have to be black or white for it to be classic. To add on to what Eve said, it, I feel like the black and white makes sense because um, checking by her fingers package, she has committed several fashion crimes. Lock her up. Lock her up. See, I'm just like, it's one of those where it's like, I, I, for me, I would have loved it more if the inside just matched the entire outside of that print. And it was just that print everywhere. Because I think the outside print of that black and white is stunning. But it's like, I don't know, black and white vertical stripes just go so basic for me. And then, like I said, it just, yeah, it's just basic. And it kind of gives me jail. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. It's right. Well, they didn't stand out too much to me, so I don't have a problem with the stripes. Um, I think of course, they did, David. 
Um, I think she looks uh, very elegant and sophisticated in this look. Sure, it's it's a bit simple, but okay. Sometimes simple works. Um, and like Eve was saying, I really like the outside print. It's kind of giving me like that Rorschach like ink blot test vibe. Like you can look at it and see all types of different things. And what does it say about your personality? I don't know. But um, yeah, she looks very good. I really don't want to say my thoughts on this look. I really don't. Say them. Right. Say them loud. Eve, get your chopsticks out. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? I, I already had them sitting here. I love, love, love Mother. Okay, I love her down. She didn't even get my fame games vote in the end. I voted for James Mansfield. But, Ooh. like, that was revealed on the pod last week. You, you didn't watch. <laughs> you didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> but... But for me, okay, my biggest problem is why are the prints not swapped? Like, for me, like, I don't even mind the, the black and white stripe of it all because we've seen repetitive patterns on the show before. I don't care. But, like, the black of the dress would look so cool on the inside of the cape if that print was on the dress. Like, literally, if you flip where the prints are at or, like, flip the color palettes, it would look so much better. Um, also, is that a hat on there? I, I can't even really tell from the screenshot. No, screen. no, no just that's the, just... It's, it's just a big hair wig. There's she something does these with looks where it looks like her hair was supposed to be in an updo, and five minutes before she got on the runway, it fell down. And so yeah, it's like... The wig is like just wiggling. so bad. And Kasha, I love you, okay? You are legitimately one of my favorite Rue girls of all time, okay? No shade. Chopiana. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, this was Brooks over Kimmel Fane Games winner, so... Hey, I have been fair the entire season, okay? I have been honest with all of my takes and how I feel about a look. I don't like it. <laughs> Mrs. Hamilton is somewhere cackling right now. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I mean, I like this. I really like this. The black velvet is just what gives this to me a lot. I, I love the paisley print. I love, like... like I do agree with the stripes in a way. It, like, I do agree with Eve in a way that, like, it does look like circus tent in a sense. However, with the with the upper straps, though, like, it goes with the collar. It goes well with that, actually. So I'm not mad at it. So I'll say that. I honestly just wish. I, I think this is fine. I don't, I don't dislike this look whatsoever. I think for me, get rid of the black and white stripe. And just have the whole thing be the paisley print and the paisley print against the black would have been lovely for me that's really all i needed personally so scores for kasha unless brooke you have one other thing i, I wanted to say one more thing Ape, the way it is like laid out it makes it look like a like a duvet or like a comforter that's what i was gonna say this is a, this <laughs> a is, nice right. comforter like look at the bottom that's what it looks um for this um jailhouse bed bedroom comforter look, she is gonna be getting a um eighty-five. Um I am gonna give this a seventy-two. Comfy couture, she getting the twenty-five. Okay. Um ninety for me. Um uh, I'm gonna give her a seventy-five. I need the chopsticks for Brooke. <laughs> Not the chopsticks for Just I have been honest all season. Okay. True. My opinions, you know? Fair. True. 
Um, oh, Eve, perfect timing. What's your score for Miss yes. Natasha Davis? Um. <laughs> this is great for the audio listeners. <laughs> A great time. She's thinking. Um, 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. <Mrs. Kirk. laughs> That's all. Uh, and I. Yeah. And I <laughs> Next up is Darien Lake. Big girl by you all and bare feet. Walking down the dirty city street. Yeah. Yeah. It's the double chop for me. Oh no. Yeah. I'm um, willing to do this. Also, all. are we gonna go ahead? Oh, 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 she's gonna fight y'all. She's back. She's back again. <laughs> hey, come on, Chelsea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Hi, hi. Excuse my tardiness, but you know I'm here. Well, I, I was trying. To, I was trying to delay the Mrs. Kasha Davis one. I thought you were going to let yourself in. Oh Good no, I, I I saw that and I was like, I'll wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was bad. It just I, 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 I just, well, certain people thought it was. So. I mean, it was it was not great, but it wasn't horrible. We'll go through all of them and circle back to the first three, Lana. If you want to give your scores at the end of the, I'll, I'll do it at the end. I'll just wait. Yes. Oh, by the way, Eve, you look amazing. Just want to put that out there. Period. What about your husband? I mean, you're my husband for Here. a reason. I don't accept shorts. You're fine. <laughs> But yeah, go ahead, continue. Come on, Will. Okay. Clearly, it's a couple chop. You got one chop, two chop, three chop, four chop, red chop, blue chop, green chop, chocolate chop, I guess. It's a chop. Um, I was so disappointed because um, I was so disappointed in this because compared to some of her fashion this season and also last season, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Um, I'm getting war flashbacks to, um, her second look from, was it her first or second look from the crystal, from the dripping in diamonds ball? Ugh. That, like, Ooh. rainbow jumpsuit where it was giving job of the hat, I think Michelle said. She looks good, um, but you know who she kind of reminds me of? Have you seen the video, tight pants, body rolls? Oh, don't do that to Darian. I love Darian down. I love Darian down. No, that's just downright disrespectful. You know what? I'm going to make a public apology to Ms. Darian Lake, you know, before I get fired. <laughs> Please go ahead, darling. Oh, uh, I haven't seen the video, but just the name was kind of, wow. You don't want uh, to. I, I won't trust me. I won't go look for it. I'll be just like Jessica Wilde. And right after this podcast, I'm still not watching it. Um, <laughs> D- 
the outfit is giving this was supposed to be for another challenge and you wore it for this because you cannot tell me that this is what you were planning on if you were making the top two of all stars that this is going to be your finale look i'm sorry you can't because it ain't that one stone on it that fishnet bodysuit you got on um with this cape that like this half circle cape situation that looked very just like design challenge like this is i guess that's what i was not liking for out of this this looked like a design challenge almost like i would have been so much happier if this would have been something she all made because it was stuff she had to make in the workroom not like this is the finale this is your final like look and like i was watching other people's reviews of the of the finale too and i feel like they were all saying the same thing it's like no one is knocking the fact that darian lake has lost weight and wants to show off her figure and we are completely okay with that but it almost became one of those kind of things where it became a niche thing. Almost every other time she came down the runway, she's like, look at my figure. And I'm like, girl, okay, we know you got a waist. Now show us something different. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? And, and for me, I'm just like, to take on the finale look and, and do it in a bodysuit, that's something Nacia's ass would have did. I'm surprised at you, Darian. <laughs> Miss Pandora Box's mother, I'm very surprised at you about this. This, you know this ain't no finale look. You know it ain't. I I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't know what she was going through. But um seek help. For me, it kind of reminded me, you know how sometimes people have like a fashion faux pas and they come back a different season and try to redeem it. I feel like Darian knew she was gonna have a fashion faux pas earlier in the season with her Billie Eilish look. And so she came back and tried to redeem it with this look. And I think she did, but not by much. So, uh, yeah, this was not great. I didn't hate it, but definitely not up to the level of pretty much everybody else tonight. You know, something I just realized, David tells the most interesting stories. Was that shade? I don't know, was it? Brock? <laughs> For the 900th time, the Billie Eilish look was not bad. Moving on. Um, this look was fine. I have yes, to agree with it, it was iconic. Thank you. Um, this look is fine. I love the wig. Um, I liked it before she took off the, what did you refer to it as, Eva? Half cape? That's basically what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of honestly reminded me of like I don't know if, if anyone here watches like UFC or MMA or whatever, but when they come out with like the ring jacket on and then they take off the jacket, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, um, it, w- it was kind of like a little capelet situation thing. Yeah. Um, for me, wish she would have kept it on. <laughs> I don't really like. I like to keep it on, please. I have been on my body suit for uh, crusade all season. However, th- th- this is just kind of. It's not even a bodysuit. It's just kind of bad. I don't even know what to call it. It's just not great. Um, and also, <sighs> love you, Darian, but no. One what thing I want to say real oh, sorry. Okay. Is absolutely criminal. One thing I wanted to say to feedback on what you were saying, Brooke, and what I feel like could have helped this look out is, one, I would have been okay with the bodysuit a little bit more if it was completely rhinestone. If it still had all that on it and it was just stone, that I feel like would add an extra level of oomph to it where it just wouldn't look like a regular bodysuit. But if she did have the little waist cape thing on as an actual cape around her neck and it hit the floor and it had a train, that would have been sickening. Then we could have been like, okay, cool, you're up here with these pointy shoulder pads and you have this full, like, 
black cape that goes all the way down in this long train behind you with this like emerald green in the inside. Like it would have gave it so much of an extra layer of oomph to it. And it's just, mm, it, yeah. Styling issue, I feel like, styling issue. Lana? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I again impressed with the cape, even though of, of course my mantra of Edna mode: no capes. Anyways, <laughs> no capes. Uh, anyways, but this is over. Okay, it's okay, but I'm not like a really big fan of this. That's all I'll say about that. Would you call it okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was good. I'm very impressed. <laughs> that was more impressive than this look. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is low. The bar is the, the bar is in hell. <laughs> Damn. No. Scores? <laughs> well... Is Will frozen? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eve. Eve, go ahead, darling. Uh, Evelyn to the rescue. 15. I'll give her a 34. Tweed. My cup is so broken right now. It <laughs> cut my hand, sliced it, and I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. That's how broken no. my cup is. No. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. Your pinky back yeah, on. They get, had get a lot of some antibacterial cream, honey. We don't need her uh, to catch no infection. Period. My hand is almost is hanging off the bone. It's so cut. Mm -mm. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Absolutely not. Um, Thirty. Seven. <laughs> okay. Almost worse. It, it, gag, it gags me the hardest when David's the one with the highest score. Yeah. Well, we don't know what we'll <laughs> I assume it was not higher than David's, but we don't know what we'll score. <laughs> Will's score was so bad that Will had to leave. Will, Will was like, bye. Next up, James Mansfield. Now, if you have not watched James's uh, channel video talking about this look. First of all, do it. Second of all, uh, this is actually a look she borrowed from Miss Alexis Mateo. I can <laughs> oh, see it now. I can breeze. see it now. That oh, is so, so breeze. Yeah, so this is actually Alexis's garment that she lent to James specifically for the finale of this season. Well, since Will's not here, I'll kick things off. Um, I think that it's sickening. I think it's absolutely sickening. Um, we haven't seen a lot of James doing these showgirl type looks, but she is a Vegas girl. So I love the fact that she was kind of like, for my finale, I want to give you showgirl. And I'm like, work. And since this outfit is borrowed, she borrowed it from a good showgirl, baby, because maybe Miss Alexis Mateo, she's the one you go to when you need the feathers and the headpieces and the boas and the, and the gowns and the stuff like that. And 
it's funny that you said that because when she came down, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen James in orange like this before, especially like that shade of orange. And I was like, this gets very like Alexis because that's very much kind of her signature color. And then like when you said that, I was like, oh, two and two make four. That makes sense. But it's... The Ask the World Turns look, I think, is the closest we've seen her in something like this. And that was also a bit orange. Yeah. And it's like, with this, I like the fact that even though it is borrowed, it doesn't look borrowed on her. It doesn't look like this is an outfit that somebody gave her and it just doesn't fit her silhouette. It still has a very high level of camp to it that goes with her. Like, she's very much at the intersection of camp and glamour. And 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 this this does all of that in spades for her. It was a very, very well put together finale look. Well, it finally happened. I'm just at the point this season where I'm just tired of showgirl looks. So I'm sorry, but I hate this because I'm sick of showgirl looks. No, I'm well, kidding. there won't be any more showgirl <laughs> looks. So hey, that's true. Well, no, I'm kidding. Time. When she came out, came out, I literally at first thought it was Kana, uh, which is a huge compliment to James. If you've been following my scores, I think this looks really, really good on her. Um, there's not much i see one thing i can nitpick and i'm not going to because it's not worth it because this looks so good on her but what is, is it the new the new illusion yeah it's a new like especially around the like sleet around like, the shoulder shoulder but you made me eve i was trying to be nice i was looking hard to be like what could you say i was like <laughs> oh no i see it, I see it. <laughs> uh well as my fame game winner she got all 10 of my votes I will say, I after this look, I do not feel like I misplaced those votes even a little bit. Uh, I really enjoy this. And, you know, it's different for her. And I think that that's good. I mean, I wish this was something we could have seen in the competition. Yeah. You know, on the show. <laughs> but, I mean, again, I love James Mansfield down. She is probably, like, my second favorite Rue girl. So seeing her, you know, do so well this season and have this really great package, in my opinion, um, throughout the show was so amazing to see. Um, and, you know, granted, we did talk a lot about Kahana repeating the showgirl looks over and over and over again. This isn't Kahana. So I'm not going to judge James right. based off of someone else doing a similar style of look to her. Right. Um it's outstanding. Orange looks so good on her too. Like I love it when queens step out of their box and pull colors or like styles that don't normally do, and it still manages to work so well for them. I think it's a prime example. I am so excited that this is James Mansfield. Mansfield, like throughout the season, <laughs> like we saw some looks that I was like, okay, these are good, and this is all right. This is nice. Nothing that made me go, oh my God. This made me go, oh my God. James, you look beautiful. You look stunning. I love the orange on her. I love the headpiece. And if you, like uh, you said, if you go borrow something, borrow something from the best person and make it look amazing. And she looks fantastic. I, I have no problems with this look at all. I just have one thing to say for this. She did what needed to be done. Period. Oh, is that all for real? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about you. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Because I, okay. 
as someone who has very, very closely followed James since season nine and was like really, really excited for, you know, any kind of opportunity for her to get back on Drag Race and prove, hey, I'm more than just, uh, what, 14th place on season nine or something like that. First boo, even. Well, like... I, I know what I'm just saying, like, whatever her actual placement was, the number. Um, I don't remember how many girls were on that season. But point is, to see her evolution from then to now to this moment is really... I, I'm really, really happy to see it. Um, I also love that she borrowed this from someone in a in her new, you know, home city. Um, she did say in her video that she just fully ran out of money, and that's a lot of the reason why um, she borrowed a look. But I also do love that, like, this really does encompass James, the past, present, and future of James Mansfield. Um, because this is, you know, what she's doing now. She's in Vegas. She's doing her showgirl thing, but still keeping it so James Mansfield. And I, I just, I, I love to see it. I'm very I'm thrilled for her. And I cannot wait to see what she does uh, with the rest of her career moving forward. I'm Scores. All right, then. Miss James, you felt that cut, baby. It's overflowing for me. I'm going to give James a 90. 90. Wow. <laughs> that is high praise from David Healy. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, full, overflowing, Cindy the TV is leaking, whichever one we're going with for this episode. All of the above. Um, yes, um, I left my cup in the bottom of the ocean with Peach, and it's still there. Thank you, James. <laughs> it's overflowing. It is overflowing. Period. All right, Peach. Uh, all right, Peach. Stop it. I was saying because it's amazing, and he had Titanic, and it was a beautiful piece. There was... Oh, I hate you guys. Welcome to the pun episode of the <laughs> podcast, everyone. David, how, I, I just want to—I'm just trying to figure this out. So, David, you're going to take my joke mm -hmm. and use it against me <laughs> when my draft pick went home. Okay, Ooh. cute. I just want to make sure Ooh. we were figuring that out. I just want to make sure I was, I was figuring out what was happening. Okay, <laughs> and I and, and I do want to say real quick. That you said, Logan, about how James was just so open and vulnerable about just running out of money and had to borrow a look. I love the vulnerability and the openness in that because, baby, all of us get yeah. to a point where we need to borrow something and we need some help. And the fact that she was like, look, I came on this show and I got the best looks that I can give, but I ran out of money, period. And somebody in my drag sister said, you know what? I got you. I got and that you. is yeah. so beautiful. That is so beautiful and such an amazing community to have. I just, that makes me just love James Manfield. And Alexis, and Alexis Michelle uh, for Mateo. Mateo. What I said, Michelle. No, Mateo. The one on this <laughs> no, not her. M Alexis Mateo. That I don't even know her, but I love her. So that oh, just makes great. me. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Alexis I'm Mateo sure. is great. Bam. I'm sure. I'm sure, um, but yeah, that just makes me love it. All of this, a whole lot more. That they will be so vulnerable mm -hmm. to say that and be like, "This is what happened." Over fucking this out, Manifesting oh. this out to the universe, real quick. Oh, sorry, go, 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 go ahead. Okay, okay, no, real quick. I just wanted to be like, I want to kind of manifest this out into the universe. It really would be a like kick-ass runaway like category if 
maybe they did something where it was like my sister's drag or something like that and it was like oh. a look borrowed from another rue girl oh i love that that is I not a makeover would, that is not a make i think that could be so badass that would I'm be like, so cute i feel like that would only be doable on all stars but i absolutely yeah think be phenomenal oh yeah, yeah. for sure uh, Especially if it, especially if there's a girl there who has a family member that was on Drag Race, they can be like, yeah. "I'm wearing my mom's this," or "I'm wearing," you know what I mean? Like it could be like wearing one of their entrance looks or something like that. Like right. I feel like that would be sickening. That yeah. would be sick. I would love that. Yeah. But okay, sorry. Um, first and foremost, R.I.P. Cactrice. With that being said, oh. you have <laughs> not Cactrice again. <laughs> yes, Cactrice. Oh, no, I can't. Can I tell you that? Can I tell you that I went back and I watched it? And I literally was crying, laughing, watching Lana fight for her life for like 45 minutes. I can't do it with y'all. Don't do it again. Oh, no. Our most recent episode of our Drag Race Mexico reviews to understand who and what Cactrice was. It was so funny. Next up. Kahana Mon motherfucking tree. You know what? Oh my my fave game winner. Period. Baby. My fave game winner as well. Mine too. I didn't vote in the fame game, but mine would have that would have been mine too. I can voted. I, I, I gave her a vote. Can I, I say her, this to okay. It's your turn. It's your turn to start off anyway. Go say whatever oh. you need to say, Eve. I was gonna I was gonna say I wanted to say this to the testament of David having an issue with new delusions and stuff that don't work. This works so well because of the fact that it wasn't new delusion. It was just so sheer that you saw her body through it because there were parts that I didn't even, I, I thought that it was just that color of the dress until the dress moved and I saw her moving underneath it. I said, oh, wait, no, it's almost like a see-through dress. I was like, this is, once again, as well, another Joshua Ponte look. He stuck his foot in that one. He know he did. Jeez. Yeah, I had very high expectations for her, especially because she was saying her favorite look of the season was her finale look. We can see why. Yeah, I absolutely see why. Yeah, she came out, she she did her little reveal too, and it did not disappoint. She was so over the top with her explanation. I've got the bones of my ancestors, but I didn't care. I was right. eating up every word she was saying. I'm like, yes, yes, feed me. I love it. So, <laughs> man, I cannot say how much I have grown to love Kahana this season. This is stellar. I feel like that she really, she really got a good redemption on this on this season from her from her first season. A lot of people, I think, are putting a lot more respect on Kahana, which they should. It's fine. I'm kidding. I just want to see what you guys. <laughs> no, this is great. Um, this look is outstanding. It's giving me very much like Beyonce pregnancy reveal. Um, mm-hmm. Without That's exactly what it is. Without the baby bump. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it, honestly. Um, I didn't vote for her in the fame game mainly because I do think her silhouette did get a bit repetitive throughout the season. I, my else opinion, she was definitely attention for it, but like, no, I just thought James' package was a little bit better, in my opinion. No, it's not popular opinion, but um, yeah, this is outstanding. Also, I love it whenever they have. I don't even know what the right word is because it's like the big wing of it all. Like the like it almost reminds me of like um 
the talk did that one thing with like the Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I remember stuff. It's not a good one. That's the only one I can think of offhand. With the booty hole sign. Yes, that was correct. But like the, the big like lift up piece of this garment is so gorgeous. Alexis and Michelle it, did that too on her season. I was going to say, yeah. Exactly. Same it, runway. Yeah, same runway. It, this reminds oh, me yeah. of... It's kind of giving change purse, and I mean that in a nice way. Like the shape of it is look looks a bit like a change purse. Okay, <laughs> but I'm never not gonna be able to see that now. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, I can see it, but the, the it's, shape it's, it's, it's a high class change purse. It's a high class, it's very luxurious change purse. You're shopping <laughs> at Versace. See, but this doesn't help me out though because now all I think of is the Family Guy episode when Stewie was asking Brian if he could help him shave his coin purse, and that's now what this looks like. Oh, stop! Oh. Like Lana, a, Lana, I, would you like to give your thoughts if, on this? I just want to say, if this is a change purse, I would stick something in her coin slot. Oh my God, I'm sure. Yeah, Anybody yeah. David. <laughs> And this is why I waited to come home to do this podcast and jump on with you all because. I was not going to take this with me where I was and try to podcast where I was. So thank you. Anyway, this, what can you say about perfection? I saw this look before I watched the show because it was all over Twitter and it was all on my timeline. And then Kahana dropped her video of her in the water with this look and I was like oh it just gets better and better every single time I see it I think I watched her video like 20 times because it was just so pretty and it just excited me to watch the this like we we watched her all season and like oh a show girl look she's she's gorgeous Kahana's gorgeous and knows that Kahana is gorgeous body amazing she knows her body is amazing she worked hard as she said i paid and i did what i had to do for this body so you go see it and we saw all her looks and her showgirls and everybody was complaining about the showgirls and i'm like eh, but they're good showgirls so what you complaining about as long as they're good why are we complaining because they're good but then she comes out in this and it's like it's everything that she's been talking about throughout the season on, you know, on herself. Like, yes, I'm a showgirl. She's giving us still showgirl. She's still giving us showgirl in this book, but it's glamorous showgirl. She's, she was like, I worked on my body. My body looks amazing. Look at it. And we can look at her. Oh, this is perfect. Her makeup, her skin looks so dewy and just, uh, I am in love with this look. This is absolutely my most favorite look I've seen on this entire runway, this entire season. And I will fight me on it. Don't nobody, no, argue with your mama. This is my favorite look that I've seen this entire season on anybody, period. No. Not a bad pick. No. <laughs> I've said it this entire season, ever since the cast assessment. I love Kahana so much. Again, so excited to see her when she was on this, like when she was like rumored. And now, like seeing this, I'm again. She did what needed to be done. Oh, you could have left it up. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> there really is nothing else to be. Said. I mean, 
elaborating on that, she did more than what needed to be done. She's she exceeded the most everything. Everything. She did the most. Respectfully, she did the most. I want to say two things real quick before I give my score. Um, one, I want to applaud the crap out of Kahana. Uh, and this is something that's kind of a little bit, it's also something that I've noticed a lot. And I'm like, you actually made that work. Um, when it comes to using sunflowers in drag, for some reason, sometimes they can come off looking kind of cheap, kind of Hobby Lobby. This in no way looks like that. And I love the fact that it just gives me this like blooming bright flower. It doesn't look like she just hot glued these on. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just, it accentuates and heightens the whole dress and it's just gorgeous. And also at the same time, second thing, um, my thing that I was the happiest with with Kahana this season is on her original season, the critique that they gave her the most before this, the main critique they gave her before they sent her home was she's a beautiful girl, but she does not know who she is yet. Mm. This Kahana Matri Montrese knows who she is. And I'm so happy that she's been able to figure that out and find out what really works for her and just monopolize on that because everything that I've seen on, on the runway and throughout the challenges this entire season has just been like, true to form as who Kahana Montre says that she is and what she delivers. And I was like, I live for that. I so live for the fact that you're so, you're now, you're in your element now. And I'm so happy to get a chance to see it. So my score for her, overflowing. Full, full, full cup, baby. Couple of cups. Like unlimited, yeah. like unlimited, like soup, salad, and breadsticks cups. Like unlimited. Period. Um, and seeing as how David Healy is not here, I will be anointing, uh, Kahana Matrice with, I believe, the first ever gilded cup. Um, this cup is golden as fuck. Like, honestly, like, come on. Tell me that you can't see this. And golden, you know, gilded. It's gilded as hell. And also, it's a full cup, obviously. <laughs> it's a chalice. Chalice. She's fancy. She gets a chalice. Here's my cup for Kahana. And it is freaking full. Completely overflowing is drowning me like my whole house is underwater because of so much water how much full how full i am for con and the fact that this woman came out and was like i'm doing this for my ancestors and, and her whole spirit uh i can't i love when black excellence is shown and on, on television and and looking like that, like undeniable. Like when you're at Black Excellence and it's undeniable, I'm here for it. She is undeniably being amazing and excellent, period. Echoing that, so obviously overflowing, so. Uh, duh. <laughs> duh. 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 Oh. Duh. David. David. Oh, um, I am gonna give Kahana a full cup. Yes. Um, what? Yes. So it that makes this that makes our, one of the best. Our first perfect score of the season. I'm about to say, <laughs> that means <laughs> wait, that means from David's point of view, this is one of the best outfits that yes. Walt Rue. Paul's Drag Race history. Yes. Period. And I'm going to say that... Yes, but not everybody did, so it didn't get a perfect score on this panel. Um, oh, I'm, 
my apologies yes yes i meant like as a whole yeah mm-hmm. we gave this a perfect score um i'm gonna say kahana has had the single best glow up in drag race history mm. yeah in contention mm. for guaranteed minimum like yeah it does seem a lot like she was i was gonna say it does seem 100 like like i said before like she just she showed up she was she was one of those girls who probably had the personality and like she didn't have all the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent yet. She had the talent, but she still had to get like the other three in there. And like, mm-hmm. it was like almost like, I guess I would say for me, even though she is kind of problematic as of right now, I would I wouldn't liken like what you were saying when it comes to the biggest glow up to Shangela. But I do feel like this is very on par with Shangela too, kind of coming in and having the raw talent and not knowing really what to do with it yet. And then coming back later and knowing who she is, what she wants to deliver, and still having that talent on top of it being like, yep, now you're ready. Mm-hmm. Now you're ready. Period. I would love to see Kahana come back for a versus the world season. Ooh. No, Ooh. I agree. Wearing that change purse because she is about to get some coin. And we're already. <laughs> All right. The lot of experience. Uh, I can't. Nah, Go well, ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. Best thing she's run on the on the runway ever to me, honestly, <laughs> ever, ever. Like it, it has a, it, it still has a layer of, and this is no shade to her. It does still have a layer of Lala Re simplicity to it. Like for me, I almost feel like that she could probably detach the bottom part of this off and it's a bodysuit and she can go into some high kicks and you know and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She needs to really like kick out a performance kind of a thing. But it's 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 a silhouette and a style I feel like that I've wanted to see from her for a while and it looks really good on her. It looks really good. The quote Monica Beverly Hills, the La La Re Leotard experience. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, this looks stunning. I will say it's it's not my favorite from her this season because I really love that Grace Jones look she had. Uh, but this might be second. Um, and that the the actual bottom part of the dress is really what grabs me and pulls me in. It just looks like one giant rose, like with so many petals just overlaying. Um, so yeah, she looks stunning in this. Once again, drag queen from France. <laughs> Notes. Take them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> a ballpoint with a ballpoint pen. Don't use a pencil. Don't erase them. Use a you sharpie. Know, sharpie. Permanent. I did mention this before the podcast. We were talking about some stuff. You might have noticed the pronouns below. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yet another reason I was getting some mad gender ending this week. Because <laughs> this is the kind of like stunning drag that, I mean, not no shade to Lola Reed. I haven't really seen from her much this season. No shade. Um, because Again, she keeps within her zone for the most part, you know, and that's not yeah. a bad thing. I think it works for her because she at least changes over some times. But like, this is just the most. This might be my favorite gown I've ever seen on the show. I'll be honest. Like, I love mm. that red, that like scarlet, like crimson red is just so pretty. I, I people need to wear this color more. One, but two, like, this looks so good on her. And the red wig, and the gloves, and the texture of the outfit. Oh, it's so perfect. Like Ron said, how do you talk about perfection? It doesn't matter if it's simple. Like, it, it's beautiful. 
Okay, I am. I'm in love with this dress. I just think the bottom of this dress is so stunning. Like, I'm not a ruffle girl. I don't really care for ruffles that much. Like, I would never wear a, a lot of ruffles because that's just not my thing. But when I see it done right on someone else, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try ruffles. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so beautiful. And for me, the highlight of this look for me, and that's this is just me because. I used to do this. The finger wave hair is everything. Because back in my teenage days, I used to rock the finger wave, all the the whole head, just the finger waves. And it's just like <sighs> Logan, can we can we take off the logo on the top so we can see that and just soak it in for a second? It's just so it's just so good. It's just the the the, the finger and even her waves. She did the soft finger waves because like some finger waves look real hard, and which is fine yeah. too because you got to make it hard and gel and all that. Gel them and firm, yeah, yeah. You got to do all that and firm it, and then you know spritz it and harden it and everything to keep it together. This is the soft finger wave, and it's still so good. So I'm just like. I'm living my childhood fantasy again. Like, oh, I used to look so cute with my finger waves. Lala looks so cute with her finger waves. And this dress is amazing. It's so good on her skin. And then these, I was like, are these gloves? Yes. Not the see-through glove with the... Uh, the we, uh, love our, we love our opera-length gloves. Uh, you I know, love, I'm, love uh, I am... She looks so glamorous. I think this is my second favorite look from Lala as well because I loved her gold look in the beginning. The first, her first gold look, I was like, this is where I fell in love with Lala Ree. And I was like, oh, is she going to give me stuff like this all season? She did not. But it's not how you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And she finished strong. Baby, you finished strong. And I am here for the La La Re experience, period. Absolutely. Need I say more? Need Absolutely. I say more? No. Maybe we're done. And we're going to keep it up because Logan agrees. So uh -huh. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will say, I will say one, I will say one thing before I get my score. My score is still going to be a hundred overflowing cup, everything. But I will critique one thing that I did notice that uh, another reviewer noticed as well. And I was like, okay, so I wasn't the only person to clock that. And it didn't fully take me out of it. But it was one of those things I was like, la la, this could have been the like the cleanest of sweeps. But this one thing did catch my eye. And someone mentioned, they said, I don't understand. They said, I love the hair. I love the wig. But it makes you feel like that she possibly borrowed it from somebody because the lace was not tinted on that wig at no, all. So the bad part about it was it looked like she had this like weird light skin bar going across the top of her forehead. And it wasn't horribly noticeable. Like you really can't even notice it in this picture. But it was when they hit certain shots of her, I was kind of like, ooh, like it looked, the wig kind of looked wiggy more than hair. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like that could that could have just been something if she would have just tinted the lace, just took like the foundation that matches her skin her tone skin. on a mm -hmm. on a regular on a regular brush and put it on that lace. So that way when she puts it on, it would blend more into her natural skin tone. Um, then it would have just been a 350% clean sweep. I mean, this is honestly like a 349% clean sweep. So 
Yeah, like I said, still overflowing, still gorgeous. Love the fact that we got a chance to see La La Ree in something like this because this is do more stuff like this, girl. Like, woo, that was right. I'm gonna give it a 91. Did it score? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Make sure. This one is 100. This one, duh. Okay. Um overflowing into a nice pool of that beautiful red color. So beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. The TV is speaking. Y'all already know. We we, we don't need to ask. We know what it is. Mm -hmm. Over fucking flowing. Period. Duh. Duh. (laughs) Period, period, period. There's just so there's full, there's overflowing, and now there's just duh. duh. <laughs> like, what are you saying? What are you like, saying? Uh, that? Anything else? Duh. Okay. Duh. Mm-hmm. Next. Oh my Alexa. God, Alexa. Now I now I will say this. No, you cannot say her name wrong on this occasion. <laughs> I will not have. You can't. You got to call her Alexis for this. No, you have to call her by no, her government name because she she. Alex, <laughs> yes, like this ruby red, the way it was, it just had like these little stone details that hit the light just right. The coloring of it, the way it falls into the tool, and then like wrap it, like starts coursing, but then it wraps around, and then the tool comes out from underneath. It just, oh, girl, like my. God, like I don't know if if she decided her and Lala were gonna be the battle of the red dresses or what, but like something made me think that too. Something made me think somebody said that they were like, "That's Alexis's last f you to Lala Ree." It's gonna go right after you and wear this red dress. It's like, God damn, but leave that girl alone. She's not gonna have sex with you if you keep trying to do this. But I mean, um, I with this, want- with with this, I have sex with you. Um, I will say as well, the gown was actually designed and created by Garo Sparrow, who is a finalist on Project Runway. And speaking of that, make sure to go check out our Project Runway reviews available on the Cut TV. I love when we get Project Runway people that are like dipping their feet into the drag race waters because we've had some like past final, like past like Project Runway finales do dresses for the girls, like when Mondo was doing stuff for the girls. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Garo Garo also did um, the fabulous red look that Jinx wore recently for something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but the big, long, the the gown that kind of looks like this one, but it's a little bit different. Um, Garo also did that. Okay, work. Okay, so this is giving me a little bit of the from the whiz. When it's time to get into the red, um, mm-hmm. and if she was wearing this in the whiz, she'd be out of place. First of all, no, but, no, she wouldn't. Have. If she, if she, no, she wouldn't. Have. She would be riding in an Emerald for City. One reason she would be out of she, place. She'd be the only white person in that whole. In yes. whole mm-hmm. Now that she would, so be. that part she would. <laughs> that part she would. But, but she other would, than that, she would. would look sickening with that group because this color of red is like the best color of red. Like just the way it is shining and shimmering and it's showing every different shade oh my gosh i really 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 love this fabric like i think this is maybe one of my 
favorite fabrics I've ever seen on a gown on Drag Race, period. Um, and usually, like, tool can be overdone. For me, it still works on this. Uh, the only thing I might change is the hair. Like, I would have loved to see this with, like, a, a dark brown wig. Uh, but still, she looks so good. This is by far one of her best looks. I like it. I, I don't think much more needs to be said, but other than that, you can pull up the, the she did what needed to be done thing if you'd like. But like, that's about it. <laughs> We're using it as many times as we can in this episode. <laughs> we, hey, we got 11 looks to get through. We got. I will, I will also retroactively give a she, would, she did what needed to be done to Monica Beverly Hills. I don't think we did, but I will. Monica Beverly Hills is Monica Monica Beverly Hills is 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 You're fine. And I will say, Alexa, <laughs> I will call what? you what I want to call you. No, I'm just kidding, Alexa. Yeah, I'll say you hate. I'll say you hate that girl. No, wow. I, I don't hate her. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm just kidding, Alexis. This dress is stunning. This dress is amazing. I would change the hair. I want. I would want it the same color red as the dress, so it could be just dripping red everywhere. But that's very small and minute. When you got this beautiful gown sitting right before you, this is amazing, amazing. Um, and I agree. If you're not seeing red, you shouldn't be seen anywhere. Period. Hello. Thank you. This is so beautiful. Like it, it really reminds me of Jinx Monsoon so much. Looking at this, like I remember watching this for the very first time. I was just like, "Okay, Jinx Monsoon." Like, and I'm so sorry, Brandon. I need to interrupt you for just a hot second. So this is the gown that Garo Sparrow also designed for Jinx. <laughs> That's yeah. So just for context, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. Like I was like. My jaw dropped when I first saw this. I was like, and like, even the wig is even Jinx Monsoon-esque. Like, where do you go from there? Like, how? Like, I was just like, yes, Alexis, you needed to do this. And obviously, she, she did, did what needed to be done. Step it up. I, I'm also just very, very thrilled at the, you know, experience of Alexis Michelle this season. And I think, you know, it was very, she, it was tumultuous with the fandom. It always has been for Alexis. Um, mostly rightly so. Um, or not necessarily rightly so, but like she got the criticisms that she should have at certain moments and whatever, whatever. And I still think the fandom was a little hard. And a lot of these queens this season, Kahana, a lot, a lot of the queens did not got hate that they should not have gotten. Um, I'm just very happy to see this full circle for all of these queens and Alexis especially. I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She did what needed to be done. She did what needed to be done. So, of course. Um, also, I want to jump in real, throw in real quick right before I get my score because the rest of the is overflowing. It's 100%. We'll go ahead and say that now. The cup is it's overflowing with a ruby red, crimson, jewel-toned sexiness that Alexis is serving. Um, but it's so funny to me that looking at this now, I was like, you know what would have been real cute and cunty? If she would have had, like, a prop. 
And then I start going down the lines of the props. And I'm like, you know, like a hat. Or even if she did like a country little umbrella. And I was like, or if she... And I was like, that's why I live for this so much too. It's also giving me Sasha Velour's, uh, I'm not Sasha Velour, but Sasha Colby's uh, look from finale, her uh, uh, her My Fair Lady yes. type look from the live finale. I was like, that's another reason why I'm living for this. Cause I was like, I was thinking in that line, I was like, oh, if she would have came out with like a little umbrella and a hat and did like a red version of My Fair Lady, that would have been everything. And I was like, like Sasha did. I was like, no wonder I like it so much. You did it right, girl. You did it right. I'm going to give this a 94. I'm debating between two scores. Um, okay, I'll just meet close to the middle and say 90s. Um, it's overflowing. It's beautiful. Overflowing. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I was like waiting for it. Duh. David, these are like some of the highest scores I feel like that I know. Yeah. They a lot of nineties looks. Yeah. I mean you yeah. say this is what you save your looks for. You save mm. it for this. This Hello. Um, Jessica Wild. Jessica Wild. This is Angel Alaya Couture based out of New York City. So hey. this is um this is cute. This is gorgeous. I like the color. I like the styling. It does give me finale. It does also give me interview slash question and answer at a pageant. I, I, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, this is an interview gown. I was like, this is an interview gown. I was like, down to the fact that is it is it an actual, was it a gown gown or like is there pants underneath? And then I the outside is like a gown. It's a gown. Let me. And then the part of it is what's the name? I, I, th- I think. So. I thought it was. It's a gown. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It's it was. a gown. It's yeah. a gown with a split, which is what you're seeing in this photo specifically. You're seeing right. the puckering and the split, or the slit. yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, I like it. It's very cute. It's very. It doesn't wow me, but it's very good. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not bad. But at the same time, I just... I feel like this would have also served, also just been a very sickening serve on any random runway that we had this season. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost like if you would have shown this to me and been like, what runway do you think this would have been from? I don't know if I would have automatically said finale. I could have been like, best drag, you know what I mean? Or, you know, or something like that. Miss fill in the blank? Right, something like that. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't have I wouldn't have automatically got finale from this look. But it's not a bad look at all. She's missed question and answer. That oh my god, somebody <laughs> should have done a miss fill in the blank based off of an actual pageant. That would have been genius. Oh my god, if you had done Miss South Carolina and recreated the iconic Miss <laughs> I believe that US Americans like had oh my David, go that ahead. That would have been good. That would have been good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the first thing that I was going to say is like, this is a very good pageant look, which there's nothing wrong with having a pageant look. Um, I think the only thing poor Jessica suffers from is the one, two, three, four punch of James, uh, Kahana, uh, Lala, one, two, three, four, and five. Alexis. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the four previous ones kind of make it hard for her to stand up against those. But she still yeah. looks really good. So there's there's nothing to nitpick. It just didn't wow me quite to the level that those four did. Welcome to the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I, it, this looks like a Ru outfit, right? Um, oh, it does look like a Ru outfit. A very Wild good hosting, one. Jessica Wild hosting Drag Race? Absolutely. Done. Oh, that'd be everything. I'd so be down for that. She has done RuPaul before. I think she might be the most qualified person to do it. Literally. She's oh. done RuPaul. On the Snatch Game. It's time for you to lip sync for your life. Life. He's being dirty. Again, two in one episode. Naughty. All right. Uh, regardless. I agree with David. I do think it's a it's a solid outfit that unfortunately had to follow for like amazing, outstanding outfits. Um, yeah, like it's fine. I think I'd probably like it more if it wasn't after all these other great outfits too. But like, it, it's good. You muted, Lana. I think we need to skip to Brandon. Absolutely not. How oh, dare I thought you? you were talking to somebody else. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was just muted and I didn't know. <laughs> um, I think this is pretty. I think this is very pageant. But there, like we said, there's nothing wrong with pageant. I think it's a lot of very pretty pageant dresses out there. And this is, just happens to be one of them. But I do agree with Brooke and David that Jessica fell in line behind some very phenomenal looks. And so compared to those looks, this just looks pretty. Those other ones look sensational. And this is pretty. I will say, though, I love her hair wig. I love the hair wig. It's a great hair wig. But I feel like Jessica gives us good hair wigs most of the time anyway. And she just Has looks she so pretty. I've not seen Jessica in min, in, in a bad hair wig. Not on this season. Not, not on, on this, this season. I about to say, I haven't seen her. So there we go. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen her. But I just think she's so pretty, like, all the time. And I think that's another thing. Jessica's always so pretty. She's just always so pretty. So when she comes out looking pretty, it's like, oh, I mean, we know you're pretty. You're just so pretty anyway. I needed Jessica to just ramp it up or something. Go past the pretty and give us stunning. Like, she's always pretty. Give me stunning. Give me breathtaking. And I know she has it in her. She she, she definitely has it in her. I just think this look was just, yeah, it was cute. Yeah, something about this, like, um, I remember, like, watching this um i was like have to look carefully at like the purple part like with the pink like i can clearly see it in like the the jewel surprisingly but with the the cape part it doesn't really show as well as it's like you know what i'm trying to say it's not as visible as you would have liked it to be yeah <laughs> Like, or I can, not, not as pronounced. It should have been mm-hmm. like a bolder color or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, highlighting her two favorite colors, pink and purple, is like... Blush and bashful. 
Mm-hmm. Like, <gasps> it's like, yes, it's like, Eve. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like she's like with the pink and purple is like paying homage to herself in a way. So, yeah. like, and I really like that. Like, is representing herself. It's not like it's nothing like wanting to like be too extravagant. This is extravagant for her. So that's why I like like about this so much. I love this. I, I, I can't say anything bad about this look because there is nothing bad to say. So I'm going to go ahead and say I think she did what needed to be done. I think Jessica looks absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely wonderful. I love it. Scores. You, you know something that I think honestly would have been so hilariously sickening if she would have mm-hmm. saved it all the way until the finale and pulled something out? If, if she didn't make the reference to the whole... Uh, the whole chicken thing from her season with the original, <laughs> with the original, like what she did with the reveals and came out in a dress that was just like all white that just had like all these feathers or something in it. And she was like, this is my homage to me doing the chicken thing. We would have been, I would have lost it fully there because I would have been like, I don't like the way you completely gave us the final form of like what we think of from you. Like you're, you can be funny and goofy, but like you say, you're a, gorgeous girl you know what i mean so it's like putting those two together it would have been genius i was just like oh i wish i could have saw something in this finale look and i think that's also too the reason why i said that is because i feel like i could see this on anybody i feel like anybody could wear this outfit i really would have loved if i would have saw something with her finale look that just harkened a little bit more to the signature thing that jessica has that nobody else does like I would have loved if this was more of like a rock and roll version of a gown. So she's the rock girl. You know what I mean? Like something like that. But this wasn't bad. It, it's just, yeah, I wish I saw a hair more of Jessica in it. Um, so I'll give it an 85. Yeah, it's also an 85 for me. Also an 85 for me. I give it a 90. Honestly, a full. So it's full. It's Actually, a- it's a 95 for me because I really like it. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Next up, Miss Candy Top 2 Muse. Forever and always, always and forever, Candy Top 2 Muse. Um, this is a finale look? Okay. So uh, the, gown, the gown is Jeffrey Kelly. The gown is uh, repurposed from season 13. It is not, but it is a reference to it um, looks when she when she almost got eliminated from season thirteen. It looks also fair. fun. Also fun fact: Jeffrey Kelly is um, uh, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo's drag father. He is in the same drag family with Alexis Mateo. They are they're together. They drag drag wife and husband. So Vanjie's their baby, and Jeffrey makes real nice stuff. Jeffrey oh, makes yeah. like a lot. Of, he made like a lot of Trinity stuff. Um, I like this. I like the shape and the silhouette of it because this is something that's cute for Candy. But one thing that I've noticed with a lot of the silhouettes with some of her stuff is when it comes to it being kind of more structured on top and then flowing on the bottom, a lot of the structure part on top always ends up looking flat on her. Like it's just like a flat piece of something and it doesn't really have any kind of silhouette or shape to it. And this still kind of nips more in the, at the waist. And then I do also like how the shoulders kind of come up at points. It just makes it not look so plain at the top. Um, I do like the fact that she uses as a reference to uh, when she was on season 13, when she almost got eliminated too. Um, I thought that was cute. Um, 
It also gives me a little Josephine Bakery with like the short hair. It's not bad. I will say, to be honest with you, though, um, and I'm saying this with her and Jimbo, is y'all did good looks, but why did y'all sit up there and let the girls who didn't even make the finals eat y'all up? Because there's some girls that did not make top two that cleared both of y'all out. Y'all should have been like the cherry on the cake, honey. Like y'all should have been what we were waiting for. And then you came out and we were like, girl, this could have been a regular runway look. Like this could have been a regular challenge runway look. That's the only thing I would say is the downside about it. It's not a bad look. It's just for finale, as much as you love accessories and stuff, Miss Candy Muse with boas and all this other kind of shit, girl, I thought she was going to have a, a whole orange a yellow bar around you with a whole huge jumbo yellow ring and all of this stuff. And this was just very, very cute. And I was like, okay, cute. So, cute. Yeah, I agree. It was it was cute, but underwhelming. And I think one of the judges made a Tweety Bird reference. And I couldn't unsee it. But now <laughs> I think it was uh Michelle. I think so. Now looking at it, I see what what I what I really get from this is have y'all ever played badminton? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know the you little birdie. She looks like a shuttlecock. Mm, birdie. Yep, yes. <laughs> she looks like a <laughs> yellow shuttlecock or birdie, whatever you want to call it. So I just want to tap her on the top of her head. <laughs> I don't see it. Just come out with a racket and just go. <laughs> Brooke, would you like to move on to your comments on this candy meal? I'm, I'm going to give him a minute to laugh. <laughs> the most right. random. I just want to take a racket and pop her on the top of the head. Um, I hope it's not bopping like this. When is that a picture we have in the kitchen thing? Overnight and take a ton. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, oh, David, I'm not wearing waterproof mascara. I'll be honest. Outside of maybe caution, Darian, this is my least favorite thing on the runway this week. Um, one, it, it it's a reference to her season 13 lip sync look she did for Boss. Like, it's basically the same outfit with some stuff on her head and ears. Like, the dress is almost identical. It's very similar. Um, I, actually, it was not. The dress was more inspired by Beyonce's lemonade look. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. looks... I don't. You're like you're like it's a yellow dress. It's a yellow dress. Well, it's a yellow flowy dress with a slit on the side, which is but it 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 looks very similar to me as somebody who is not a fashion person. That's just me. Thank you, David. Thank thank you so much. We didn't need visual aids. Okay. um, Regardless, for me, I don't like it. Like honestly, not. Even a little bit, not a big fan. So yeah, pass. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I will say this. Shut up. Fuck. Stop it. Please stop it. Um. It, it, I I I have to agree with Eve. I feel like this is a little underwhelming when you have you're the fin- final two. You're the final two. You're supposed to come out and like bam 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 shine 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 and you let from four or five maybe six people out do you 
it's kind of like, oof, oof, because if it was a ranking, this dress would definitely not be at the top of my list. And that's unfortunate when you should be the star of the show on this very night. The dress isn't bad. I will say this. I like the silhouette of the dress. And for for and y'all know me, if y'all watch this season, me and Candy Muse have not been on eye to eye on a lot of things about her looks. But this, I like the silhouette. I think it shapes her well. It looks good. I wish it wasn't so flat at the top, but it still looks good. I love the pointy shoulders. I love it going up and then having the straps going around her neck. I think that's very cute. I like the Josephine uh, Baker hair uh, and the, the, the feather in the hair. I think it's cute. It's just not my favorite. You want to know the other big detriment that Candy has that Jimbo does not have? Is sadly, this is not the first time she's made top two. So mm. now in my mind, I'm like, I remember what you wore when you made top two. This does not beat your Black Lives Matter outfit. You know Ooh. what I mean? This doesn't beat any of the stuff that you wore for your finale of your season. So why are you, you wearing it now? This is not the first time she made top two. Because it's not. But that sounded shady. Like you're sad that but she it gives you a level of expectation. I get she should know better. I say. Yeah, it's like in my mind, I'm like, if I was her, knowing that I made top two again, I'd be like, okay, well, I need to outdo what I did the first time, or at least be on the same level. And this in no way hits either of those marks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's it's like she already had a handicap she didn't realize that she was gonna end up having. Well, I will say this though: like she had a vision with this. Like, yes, in our eyes, we don't see it in a sense, but in her way, it's like way of saying like she's paying homage to like season thirteen in a way with this. Now, in, in in all honesty, like it like this alpha doesn't wow me like like all y'all. However, like it's still a nice dress. Like I can I can acknowledge that. Like again, love like like Lana. I love the hair, and like it's something about the poofiness is like what gets me to about this. Um, well, I would love though, like if like for the top part of the dress, it would like would have like wrapped around more, but. That's just me, but hey. Looks lovely. That's all. I know this shade. Um, Score? <laughs> oh. Um, I will give Candy, like I said, this is the, this is the downside about this Miss Muse, baby. I cannot get out of my head your top two looks that you have from your original season. To me, girl, this, this, this outfit looks like what Monet won when she accepted her Miss Congeniality Award. And you know Monet likes to show up for stuff and just have a, a, a pencil skirt on and some heels and a kitty cat wig, and she don't even wear earrings. Um, not for a finale for me. I wish I could have saw something more. Even if you had gloves, something more. It just, it was very simple for a top two look for me. So I'm gonna give it a 75. <clears throat> it's a 64 for me. It is a 43 for me. It's a 78 for me. Um, 75. 77. And Jimbo, this gown was made by House of Canny with a custom print made by Teats World. Teats World? Was that what was uh, that? At Teeth's World. I love um, that. Very fitting. 
Um, okay. David, uh, plug your ears. No, I'm not joking. Plug your ears for real. Um, this was just okay to me. This, I feel like, was another instance for me of this looking like something that Jimbo could have won on a regular runway, and it would have been great. But I wish I could have saw something more for the finale. Um, it doesn't fully give me the Jimbo. Like, I, I guess that's what I look for when it comes to finale looks. It's something that is striking and strong and makes me go, wow. But also it has that strong hint of this is signature to this person. This is what they do. And for me, I honestly feel like that Jimbo's promo look would have been an amazing finale look. And it would have came across so much more for me of the intersection of Jimbo being this like glamorous bimbo kind of a situation. And for this, I just, I'm not crazy about the hair. I kind of like, this is actually an instance when I would have been okay with her wearing the breastplate because I didn't like those like fabric wrapped boob cups. I didn't like those. Um, the print is interesting, but also at the same time, I can't really figure it out that much. So it's just kind of like, it's an interesting print, but I kind of wish I knew what it was supposed to be giving me. And then also at the same time, it's just, this doesn't read Jimbo to me. I don't know. Like I've just gotten so used to what Jimbo does and how Jimbo does it. It just doesn't fully read Jimbo to me. I would have seen Jimbo more coming out in a clown gown like uh, Bianca Del Rio did. And I would have been like, okay, that's Jimbo. Perfect. You know what I mean? This is, I feel like Jimbo, 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 Jimbo does glamorous stuff, but Jimbo isn't a fashion girl. And I feel like that this was Jimbo trying to do a fashion look and it didn't really come off the best for me. That's all. Well, I didn't listen to a word that Eve said per her. Of course request. she did. But if I did, I would completely disagree <laughs> because I actually, I really like this. I think this is um, not necessarily signature Jimbo, but I don't think Jimbo really has a signature other than, I guess you could say, having big boobs sometimes. Um, I've heard Candy actually um, said she should try it without the boobs, like the breastplate. And so that's why she didn't have a breastplate in this um, look. Um, but I, this was giving me what I wanted from her fruity patootie uh, dress. It just looked like a much better version to me. And I really like that neon wig. I like how it's sculpted. I like how it complements the yellows in her dress. Um, I just think it's very, very fashionable. Um, I could see somebody like Violet Tchotchke wearing this, honestly, and pulling it off very well. So I think she looks very very good one of my favorite looks from her this season it's um, very funny that you bring up violet because he, uh the designer actually makes a lot of stuff for violet okay makes sense um, i just didn't realize that diabetti was competing on the season of all stars <laughs> baby <laughs> you see it you see it right Eve? i do i <laughs> do like, okay it's the neon wig with the weird fabric and like the unique kind of kooky design that is diabetti right and like but granted, safety pins on their dress they would have been diabetes dress. exactly and like again david roll your eyes all you want okay. <laughs> no i just roll my eyes because i know diabetes way more than any of you all take a drink but i've seen her perform so many uh, times in my town excuse me i know her as well too i have True. her phone number you do. Take me, another too. Drink me too <sighs> regardless um it, it's reading diabetes to me 
Um, the shape at the bottom is reminding me of another gown. I can't remember what it is offhandedly. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I disagree with the thing about this being better than her fruity patootie. Like that look was great. Uh, I don't, I like the print and I like the outfit, but it doesn't read finale look and it doesn't read finale look for Jimbo for me. Those are my two main critiques. Also, I do appreciate. I do think it looks really interesting without the breastplate. I wonder what it would have looked like with the breastplate as well. I wonder what, like, yeah, I, I would whenever it's one of those things, that, like, she was gonna wear it with this and then she didn't. I always wonder about like the juxtaposition because we also don't know what size the breastplate she was gonna wear was gonna be either. She has like ninety of them, um, right. so I, I don't even know if that's an exaggeration. She might have that many. <laughs> but, <laughs> regardless, not my favorite look from her this season. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to have to fall in the, on the side of David, actually, because I kind of like this look. I feel like, is it a finale, like, great finale, finale look? It could use some more. It could use some, some more. Like, I think this is the look that she should have wore the breastplate. I agree, because I feel like the fabric at the top is doing that whole lopsided thing, and I feel like if she had the breastplate on, it would have been more structured and in, in, in place. Um, but I don't hate it. I feel like this is a very unique fabric. I feel like the dress is a beautiful silhouette. It's, it's, I do think, like I said, I do think it needs a little bit more for a finale, for a finale, because I feel like the finale, she's like maybe a longer train or maybe a cave. I don't know. It just needed something more to say, to scream at me finale. But I do think that this is one of the best Jimbo has looked for me personally. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the wig. Like the long part of the wig, it looks a little, I don't know. But the top part, the sculpture part, I like a lot. It's just that bottom half is driving me nuts. And I'm like, either brush it out or something else. Like it's driving it's me like nuts. It's like a mullet. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's too frizzy or not brushed out completely on the back. Like, brush it out, smooth it out a little yeah. bit. It's just giving me too much, too much. But I don't hate it. I think Jimbo looks beautiful here. I feel like this is one of the times I'm like, ah, oh, Jimbo's beautiful. And yeah, I, I don't hate it. I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards, I kind of like it. Again, I wonder what drag queen has a mullet as part of one of her most famous looks from Drag Race. I wonder. I am just Brandon, this is not a moment. I mean, hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Um, now I think this is supposed to be like the grungier version of the fruity patootie look. That's how I see it. Now, like, which one do I prefer? I still don't know. Like, I mean, I like this. Um, yes, I do also agree. Like, I wish I'd. I would have seen this with the breastplate. Like it probably would have been like the regular size that she wore during the makeover. I think that's how I would see compared. Um, Cause now this is why I'll say this about like both with both candy and Jimbo, they probably took like a, I guess they're a look that would, they would like wear like for the finale first. And then they would wear the more extravagant finale look after. This is what I'm seeing right now. Is like she, like Jimbo's wearing the less extravagant look and then saving it for the lip sync. So that's how I see it. 
But so. I don't think that Candy's lip sync look was better than her, her finale look. But for Jimbo, but for Jimbo, oh. I think I got um, that's a, that's the. I will say that I agree with you because I felt like that Jimbo's lip sync look was more on par with what Jimbo, what I thought Jimbo would serve yeah, for finale look. As that's what I'm to, seeing. Like, I mean, I don't that. get me wrong. Like, the, I like the concept how she was going through with this. So that's mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Um, again, love the design of this hair though. Like, with the cr- like, it looks like ears and a crown. Like, that's I would never have thought of that. So. Logan, you murdered, baby. It looks good. She looks lovely. There's really not much else to say about it. So, uh, speech from Eve and then scores. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I can't, I can't take credit for that joke. That was that me. <laughs> wow. I thought- love you dearly. <laughs> It's okay. That is actually I've, no shade. I've, I've, I love you dearly. I've, I've, I've grown up with many haters in my life. <laughs> Add some more to the roster. Right, oh, anyway, so that's how you learn to be a hater of this doing. look. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, as the resident queen on the panel, you're damn right. I'm gonna make a speech with that, with the smug. Yes, please thank do. You. Please do. Um, my thing with this is I understand what David was saying when they said that they liked this a bit more than their Fruity Patootie look, or this was kind of what they were wanting to get from the Fruity Patootie look, but I feel like that it may be like the structure and the silhouette of like how the dress was made. I still think that you probably could have took all the print that she used for the original Fruity Patootie and put it on this dress and it would have looked better. I get that. Um, For me, like I was saying originally when I said I thought that I would have wanted to see them come out more as a clown or something like that, I totally freaking forgot their runway, I mean, the look that they did for the actual, like, live viewing of when Jimbo and Candy sat down and watched the results of who actually won. That, to me, is what Jimbo should have worn for the finale. That screamed Jimbo 350%. It was clowned down with big titties. I was like, that's what I thought you were going to give us on the runway, and she didn't fully give us that. So for this, I'm giving her a 75 as well. Okay, for this... uh grungy pop art look. I'm going to give it a 93. That's more inflated than her breastplate. Okay. Um, uh, 50. 45, actually. Um, that's an, that's unfortunate. But um, I would give this look a 90. I like it. 85. 90. I like it. Because anyway. you got taste. Period. <laughs> well, uh, so we got our Queen of the Fan Games in this one. Oh. Did we want to get? No, we, we can wait for scores on the looks Lana missed. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, uh, wait. No, thank you so much for doing oh. that before I. Oh, I was second to him off camera. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Monica Nasha Miss Tosh Davis. Lana, I'm gonna pull up the list so that way. I'm about to say, can I see them? <laughs> no, you have to remember them. I well then they all get zeros because I have no idea. <laughs> I can't remember anything right now. My brain is mush. Okay. Oh purple. Period. Love it. I would give it a ninety-five because she looks beautiful. Nasha. Okay. All right. 
I'll give it a 93. All right. And she would get an 89. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, for context as well as Will, as well, Will, <laughs> um, also gave his scores. He gave Darian a 60, James a full, Kahana an overflowing, meaning that Kahana has the first ever perfect score from a cut panel. And rightly Period. so. Period. Um, Alexis is a 90, Lala is full, Jessica is a 95, and both Candy and Jimbo are full for criminal justice. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Now, Queen of the Fame Games. It's Lala Ree. Is anybody surprised? No. Yes and no. Um, no, because she had the three times multiplier, and for anyone to be her, they would like even if James were to be her, she would have had to like have less than two thirds of James's score. Not to mention Lala is also one of the most popular queens in the season. So there's that. From a package standpoint, if it was solely based on the package, yeah, I'm kind of shook. <laughs> but I'm not mad. Yeah, but Drag Race fans are what have you done for me lately? And what she did for us lately was give us a stellar lip sync in the fame game thing. So I think that was top of mind for people. And that's what a lot of people just voted on. Quick note real quick. I, I know I've already talked, but the people that are coming for Lala on Twitter because she won this vote and are saying, oh, I want to see the votes. We want to see the placements and all this mess. Y'all, it's not that serious. Okay. We love her. Shut up. It's just a show, people. It's just a show. It's just a show. Because y'all don't get this excited over something that actually matters, like a presidential election, and y'all gonna get like this over uh, a drag race show? Um, let's talk about priorities, people. Priorities. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Spilling that tea. Uh, mm. Yeah, clock that tea. Literally Her. clock that. So, anyways. Not a soaking clock. Mm. Mm. You don't have to do it <laughs> unless you no, want to. No, Brooke said soaking clock. Oh, I, <laughs> never mind. That's what I'm saying. No. Okay, <laughs> Mo moving on. Moving Look, on. Oh, no. We get a final lip sync mm -hmm. to Do You Want a Funk by Sylvester, not Milkshake by Khalees, like <laughs> we tried to make it happen. Mm -hmm. um, this was. Overwhelming at best. Not over. Not my favorite Jimbo lip sync. I can say that much. I can't. I disagree. <laughs> I just, for me, I honestly thought Jimbo did pretty okay. And comparatively to the body of work we have to go on before this, it's better than most of his lip syncs. To me, it's becoming Jimbo's lip sync style is I'm going to walk around and shake my fake titties on my chest and my butt. And it's like, baby, you can't do that five times in the same damn season. It was Candy was candy was clearing for me. Yeah, for candy me. Candy clearing. Yeah, I was like, I, I wanted Jimbo to do something else because like, y'all just, I mean, not she's final two. We knew she was winning. But I'm like, you just won a lip sync before, right? Like, and I, I wanted you to prove 
to everybody that they didn't just give you that win because that's what everybody is saying that you didn't deserve that win that they told the lip sync assassin to dial it down so you could win this was the moment i wanted jimbo to be like absolutely not nobody gave me anything i won this and then i was like you just didn't but it was i wanted more Jimbo has more. I think Jimbo just needs to work on the lip syncs. Like, for real, for real, just needs to go into somebody's dance studio with somebody's choreographer and somebody to just drill the art of lip syncing in her. Because and it's not, And it's not even really, because I'll say this, it's not even really her dancing or anything like that. Because you don't need presence. to have, you don't have to be a dance, right? You don't have to be a dancer for you to be able to be a good lip syncer to be a good performer. I right. think what happens is there's a shtick that she keeps falling on and she doesn't know how to perform outside of that shtick. And so that's what was kind of getting me a little bit for Clemps. Because at the beginning of the lip sync, I was very down for it when she pulled the phone out and everything. I was like, okay, this is cute. She's going to give us another kind of lip sync that's just like, goofy and campy and funny and then when she went straight to boobs and it was basically running around jiggling them around for the entire rest of the lip sync I was like okay now this is what you always do though like I don't want to see this every time you lip sync this doesn't fit every song you know what I mean so I think that's something that I feel like that maybe she needs to work on is just figuring out more nuances because like her doing the baloney thing is different than her doing the shaking the boobs thing but it still falls under that comic comedic Waka 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 uh, that Jimbo does, and it's like maybe you just need to find out more little like more little tricky things like that that work for you comedically, so you can turn every song into a funny song. But it won't always look like every funny song is the same funny song. You know what I mean? Um, I will say I did see a video I think today of uh, Jimbo and Jasmine Kennedy performing live, uh, doing hallucinate, and there it was really different from what she did on the show because she had the Shirley Temple look that she did for Snatch Game underneath the outfit and she mixed in some comedy with the actual performance. And that was probably the first time I've seen Jimbo perform and I've been like, oh, okay, I'm kind of into this. I'm kind of digging this. And I mean, like in yeah. a lip sync environment to be clear. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that lip sync and I thought that it was sickening and I liked it because the fact that it was different because like, saying like using this as a reference like when people were all saying or like i guess when you were saying honestly that um they had coconuts there because coconuts is one of jimbo's type songs and like one that jimbo would have won nine nine times out of ten if jimbo would have had a lip sync to coconuts that's that's how jimbo performs coconuts and i've seen jimbo perform coconuts a couple of times and it's the same thing they take off the bodysuit they have big boobs and then they just run around shaking them for three minutes and that three minutes and 30 seconds and we're like okay i need to do more than that for me bill baby you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate because the way All Stars goes, you, you have to lip sync the better you do in the competition. And usually we see it as you're fighting for survival and that's why you have to lip sync. And so we've had queens that have dominated seasons and never had to lip sync. And they are not lip sync queens. And thank God they didn't have to. So it's unfortunate because Jimbo's just not a lip sync queen. Like, if I'm going to see her in a show, it's probably not going to be because of her lip sync. It's going to be because of whatever kooky thing she has planned, whatever weird outfit she has going on. Um, so, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. She's not the best lip syncer. She was fine in this. I thought she had a few fun gags. So she was trying. I appreciated that. 
And I do think Candy was better in the lip sync. I don't think it was by much, personally. Um, I think we've seen Candy do better this season, much better uh, than she did in this final lip sync. Even her reveals, they were kind of underwhelming. I've heard she had other things planned that she wanted to do, and she was told she couldn't because of something with pyro. I don't know. Production. No, well, it had to do with fire in her reveal and they couldn't she had to have some sort of like pyro license uh to do it oh. mm, yeah. yeah um but yeah that's with one of those things like within production obviously you have to be signed off on that of course they have to go through a lot of protocols safety all that yeah yeah they, they won't allow her to do that right but even even candy's lip sync for me it was a little distracting just watching her mouth like Candy is also somebody whose mouth wise, she's never going to be the best lip syncer. Um, yeah, she has a downside of, of like she, 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 like when she lip syncs, she like she lip, she, she's one of those people that has a lisp that comes through her lip sync and it right. comes through mm-hmm. hard. So it is one of those kind of things where it's like she almost has to over enunciate for you to actually be able to make out what she's saying and then it just looks awkward. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was a fine lip sync overall. Um, neither of them wowed me. I didn't hate either of them. Uh, but thank God, that's not what we're judging the winner on. No. So, well, it's over. It's over. And I feel so alone. This is the sadness I've never known. Look, I I said it before and I'll say it again. With this body of work that Jimbo has produced this season, the win was deserved. If because if we we can't just if we're not judging it solely on finale night, right? Then the right person won this because Jimbo has been giving us like amazing things this season in the runway and the challenges it's like you can't deny somebody who has been giving what Jimbo was giving this season and um like it like her or not you got to give props or props to do and Jimbo deserved this win with all, even with all the stuff that production was maybe trying to do or what the drama is behind the scenes that we don't know for sure or true or not it doesn't matter because the body of work showed just how, what kind of queen Jimbo is. And Jimbo is a funny, incredible, like very versatile queen. Sure, her lip syncs ain't the best, but she didn't have to do that. That That's not what she needed. Like lip syncing for your legacy, sure. She's she like, that ain't my legacy. My legacy is how I present myself. How how I you know my funny comedy clownery foolishness, but everybody loves it. So I I'm here for it. I think Jimbo was a well deserved winner. 